Some clash of the Titans shit in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Him and Super. I think right after I did one up to one of the shows, Super ended up did booking me to uh, DJ one time at Scully's. Really? Yes, sir. <laughs> Nigga was DJing back at Scully. No, Scully's is like right. a uh, a world famous Columbus venue. Like Devin the Dude been there, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, niggas getting there. there. The inside yeah. scoop, you heard? I, I was there. I was there when Kendrick performed the first time in Ohio. Wasn't that the Scully's? It was at Scully's, bro. And I, I was on there. stage because. Uh-huh. The niggas that's throwing it, that was my niggas. So it's like, shit, we all on stage. Mm-hmm. I adapt the nigga up. I'm like, I've been listening to this nigga Section 80 for a minute because right. uh, my cousin was playing this shit. Yeah. And I ain't even realized that I'm doing half of them songs. I'm like, Shoemaker was hey. good, bro. I, I seen that. I, hey, I seen that Wu Tang box. That joint hard. Hey, Shoemaker, he just did, a, uh, he got all a collab right, with Adidas. Nigga, that shit is hard. Hey, if you go in there and look, that shit is hard. He got a collab with Adidas. This, ooh, it's gonna be nasty when it hit, boy. That's gonna be nasty. But man, hell yeah. Shit, I ain't seen Young Dolph. Young Dolph, that that was a wild ass shit. Like uh-huh. when, like when uh, what was that song? His first song really was popping. Pop. Yeah, preach. Yeah, that. I think preach. that's what it was. It was when preach. that preach was popping, popping. I seen that nigga, Young Thug, when fucking uh. What was uh his first song for real? That, the um, yeah, or that one with Ti? Oh yeah, no. Danny that's Glover? when that was Danny like, Glover. Was when like, that, that shit was, was Danny Glover was like up here, and he was just about to drop. Uh, what was it? He dropped what after that? Uh, about the money. I'm a stoner. Ain't the uh, from the West Side. He from the West Side, right? Came out right after two. Hell years. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, we hey we got some West Side representatives in the building, huh, Joe? <laughs> Hey, was, so you gonna have to you gonna have to tell us how it was going down. I was at the All About the Money video premiere at um, Landmark over there off Pots. Oh, for real? I was going back there. I snuck oh, back there. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ti. Is Ti another one? Uh, yeah. Whatever you, you send him some stuff already. Uh, hold on. I'm about to send, send another. What um? Yeah, we can start with whatever you got, right, Red? Or you want to send something else? This, this no, I can good. send. You know, I got some records. Right, boy, I'm already knowing the bag is deep. Look, you ain't got to tell me. But look, this nigga T.I. just says, he just made an offhand comment about not having cameras up. And you should see how everybody that was there, like the attention went up from here. Everybody's like frantic with the cameras. Yeah. He, he made like an offhand comment about cameras. And everybody put their shit down. Got really? real calm, my nigga. <laughs> it was like uh, it was like the king has spoken. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> which Loki is the king, though. He was like... Man, all these cameras back here, man, you gotta be cool or something. And the niggas just like, yeah, right, and everybody put their shit down. I guess I do gotta be cool. <laughs> back here in T.I. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. Niggas, that might have been T.I. That might have been Thug's biggest song. You think all about, about the money? money? You think he uh, had a song chart higher than About the Money with T.I.? Yeah, that, that hot. Yeah, that with, went, with Travis I mean, Scott now. Yeah, that hot money is crazy. That that actually went higher than all of um, that video. Made that that video is what fucked the streets yeah, up. Yeah, that yeah. video made it like ridiculous. Yeah, that actually went higher. Um, shit, you gotta think about this ski because yeah. they get money off of this TikTok shit. Yeah. Right, because it got a whole little dance to it and everything. Mm-hmm. You heard? Uh, my best friend. Yeah, best friend is one of them ones. The joint with Nicki he had was decent too. That got me a check. It went crazy. Though, really. Like, yeah. he got some records that, that came out that that yeah. went up. up. I ain't gonna hold you. Thug got some, he got some shit with All About the Money, yeah, that only went gold. That that was like the first song that he got on with somebody else that went big. 
Cause you gotta think two bitches went went crazy yeah. in the club. That didn't probably perform as well as that. Right. But uh Stoner, I'm a stoner, went what? Went and then here come Chet. Yeah. Crazy. So and nah, no. The song with him and, and and uh We and we uh, we already home. rolling, huh? Like, Lifestyle. Lifestyle. All right, so you got the song queued up? According Lifestyle went number 16. No matter, whichever one. As long as it came from Red Sparks, you can play that first. And that went platinum. And then we can start the show like that and let that rock for a little bit. That's interesting. But hell yeah, boy. Appreciate y'all fellas for pulling up. You know what I'm saying? Man, no, that's what it was all about. I know I wanted to get you up in here. And, you know what I'm saying, give you a... I really want... What I was trying to do... Was trying to not have the shows go like this, like try to like try to get the both of y'all in here at the same time, because I really feel like both of y'all need yeah. y'all own. Yeah, need you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I'm glad that it worked out the way that it did. Because right, right, right. I would have been like, ah, damn, you know, I, I wouldn't want to have to put one episode out in two parts. You, heard? you see what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm glad it worked out the way yeah. that it did. I just tapped in with him. He got that um, the real thing tonight. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Oh, okay, cool. So then, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Universe be doing what it's yeah. supposed to be exactly. doing, Joe. Exactly. That motherfucker be working out. Right. But uh, yeah, soon we, you know what I'm saying? We're going to let this music rock for a little bit and then get started. Yeah, man. Young Thug had five, like that year 14, he had like five top 100 songs on Billboard. Just look at him. Just real quick. Just what did you read? This is first year out. That's pretty good. First oh, yeah. year. This your artist, Red? Back, we in the building. Y'all make some motherfucking yeah. noise. Hell yeah, 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 yeah
Another episode of T Money Exclusives in the building. I got my nigga B Diddy in the building. What's good with you, boy? I feel great, T Money. Thanks for asking. <laughs> it's your man B Diddy. Yo, know I'm saying I got my man Red in the building. What's good with you, Brody? What up? What up? What up? Yeah, what's, what's happening? Down, what's happening? Man. Priest, what's good with you, fool? Cooling, my boy. Checking cool. in, checking in. Last yes, but not least, what's good with you, my nigga? How you feeling? What's up, my boy? What's up, yes, sir. Man? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we got a, you know what I'm saying? I got a decent little group of individuals in the building today. You know what I'm saying? Some, uh, some accomplished young black men out here in the world. Illustrious. You know Illustrious. You know what I'm saying? Niggas out here moving and shaking, getting shit accomplished out here in these streets. We um, we just finished listening to Red New Artist, man. What y'all uh, what y'all think, man? How y'all feel? That shit was hard. I feel like that shit pretty hard. Red Sparks, Red Sparks been uh, one of my favorite producers. Yeah. Ever since I first met him before Heartland Hip Hop, <laughs> it was B Diddy and Red Sparks. Yes. Facts. Facts. That's kind of a rare thing when you meet somebody for a long time and they still and they still produce product and they still going hard after all these years. I'm glad to see that he got another artist. Man, I told Red when I first met him and we first came out to Atlanta, like, bro, we gonna work with a lot of artists. Hell yeah. So don't 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 um don't get confused because me and you gonna stick together and we gonna figure out this shit. Oh yeah. And, and we gonna work with a lot of different artists. So Nigga. I'm glad to see Red keeping it going. You know what's funny, man? I feel like everybody who done ran in a Red Sparks got a Red Spark story, bro. You yeah. like that type of nigga, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you like the type of nigga that, that you would have a story with him, like if you've been around him and shit. I know I got a Red Spark story, nigga. That shit was funny in the motherfucker. Cause Shorty, she came in there and she tried to play that shit. You remember yeah. we, we had that little party at the crib? Oh okay. my God, bro. Nah, okay. We I did. know exactly what you talking about, the party at the crib. Yeah, let me tell him, let me tell him, oh, let me tell, let me tell him G. So look, so we had a little party at the crib right now. You know what I'm saying? We had some adult entertainment in the building. And, uh, towards the end of it, Shorty was like, oh, um, I, I wasn't her boyfriend or her girlfriend or something. Some, her significant other had some music it that was, was like, girlfriend. right, it was her, yeah, girlfriend. her girlfriend. She had some music that she wanted to play, you know what I'm saying? Because once Red Sparks had let her know, like, look, this is what I be on. She's like, okay, well, listen to the music. Nigga, that shit must have came off. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, that nigga Red Sparks, he hit the stop button, he said, screw <laughs> He was like, shorty, this shit trash. <laughs> that's not it. And ever since then, that's what let me know what type of nigga Red Sparks was. That he was going to keep it real with you regardless of who the fuck you was. Red Sparks type dude. I met Red Sparks' mom. I Red Sparks' uh, brother. Like, Red Sparks' brother got hella energy to that. Yeah. Like, they, all, they all are, like, red. I can see where it gets it from. That was a legendary moment. They walk into a room and... They going they going to uh, be a light bulb. So shout out to Red Sparks. Hell yeah. Red Sparks was telling me something else too about you was telling me about these melody packs that you putting together. What's that about? Oh yeah yeah. So um, I'm putting together these melody packs. Uh huh. Um, basically, niggas in the game have been using loops. And if you didn't know, if you check the credit on most of your albums, you might see five six niggas on one song. Right. A lot of times, what it is is you might have people that. Put together the melody they might be together put together you know basically the melody and the drums all together like you might have five six people in it and you got a finished product mm -hmm. but uh you know i've been i've been going back to the basics learning how to play the keys a little bit better because i always played the keys but i'm learning how to be flawless with it you know just uh building melody packs i'm, I'm building a website right now Mm -hmm. So you can get all my services. The songs that you heard at the beginning, I produced it and engineered it. And he's also my artist. His name is uh, The Real Young Bam, 100 on 
Instagram. <laughs> All right. You can follow him. He, he put out a, a freestyle series every Friday. He got a freestyle to one of the classic beats. He been doing it for 16 weeks. This is the 17th week tomorrow. Damn. So check him. Like, he been going crazy. But we putting out an EP this year. We gonna shoot all seven videos for off the EP. We got a whole marketing scheme for it. It's a whole whole roof built under this built over this project. Yep, a whole roof. Uh, I mean, we got a whole album. On really? Time. We did the album before we decided to do the EP. See? So you know. See there you go, man. I you know what's interesting for me is like to just see different producers' workflow and how they go about working with artists and, and you know what's important to them and what they end up leaving out. So like. I, I would have to assume that not very many people is approaching working with new artists like that where they want to knock out an album with you first, right? Or is that, or do you think that that's like industry standard? Well, my whole thing is the way I actually started with this artist is I, I heard his sound, mm -hmm. I listened to some songs, and I was like, oh yeah, I got to work with him because he got that lyrical. Mm -hmm. He, I mean, when I say he's lyrical, like he up there, up there. I ain't heard nothing like him in a while. Like, so he bringing the lyrics, but he from down here. He right. from Decatur. So it's like, it's different. He got that twang to it. So, but he can rap, but he can also make songs. And there ain't a whole lot of lyricists that can make songs. Mm. If you can do both, you special. You mm. know, you know, somebody can rap, Red Sparks can rap. For real? Yeah, Red Let me find out. I know that. I know that. I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Yeah, Red Sparks got a song out here, bro. All right, yeah. so let me uh, let me ask a question to the room, because everybody in here, you know what I'm saying, pretty much doing their own thing from an entrepreneurial standpoint. Everybody out here getting their shit out the flow. So what um, what did y'all learn during Corona times? Like, how was it? How did that change your hustle? Or how did that shift your perspective on what you had cooking and, like, when you came out of that, like when they finally let us back outside, like what was what was the game plan coming out? I can't even count for me. I, it didn't ever stop for me, man. Yeah. It, it never did stop. So like, you was Corona really just opened up doors that was closed before. You feel me? Right. Once Corona hit, you know, people went back to the house and stuff like that. But it was stuff I was already doing in the house. You feel me? So it, it was nothing to just adapt to it. Cause I mean, I had already been sitting in the house, already been doing things. I like to do my research anyway. Right. And so popping out, doing little things here and there, it only made things better. You know what I'm saying? Doors I didn't have open before, now they're open because so many people trying to make money during pandemic time. <laughs> so now, yeah. it's like, now it's back open. I got all. I felt like that shit sped niggas up. I feel like that sped it. Whatever it was that you mm -hmm. was working on, mm -hmm. that shit sped your shit up because it's mm -hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? They, they throwing out money, nigga. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It, it's all of these, these open spaces, all these open platforms for you to utilize. People start really taking advantage of the internet and what the internet could do for your hustle. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you was a nigga that was cooking on something before Corona and then when it happened, by the time you came out the crib, your shit was probably, like, like ready-made, like, ready to go. Mm -hmm. And that shit, that's how, man, that's how I really feel like all people doing any kind of trapping out here in the streets, that's how you should be approaching all your projects, bro. Yeah. Like, you should have, once you get it, like, on paper and get it lined up, like, let's go. Like, what are we waiting on? We'll figure all of that shit out, you know what I'm saying, when we go. get there. Yeah. You feel me? A lot of people can't see past it, though. Some people want to see it beforehand. You can't right. you move like that, man. You got to move like... I call it like Goku mode, bro. You gotta move. Like, let's move. just go. Like, come on. Yeah, let's just, just go. Move, bro. You just gotta move. Yeah, you gotta take that lead. Let's exactly. just go. So, um, so real quick, tell us about Bumfresh. Like, how did, like, 
how did you line all of that up? Like, what was the inspiration behind it? Like, like take me through when it, you know when you first got it, the idea to like where it is now. I really can't even tell you where it started from, man. Honestly, um, I've been thrifting since I was legit, bro. Like, right. just off the, off the strength of we didn't have money, so you had to go, you know what I'm saying, get secondhand clothes up. My big brother passed something down to me. Um, I guess I was reintroduced through this man, you feel me? Right. Um, seeing them do their thing and just, you know what I'm saying, then it was a conversation actually we had at, um, at Homecoming. homecoming yeah. <laughs> we were making a joke, bro. Just, <laughs> what school? That's a joke. What school? Was, yeah, I about to say, what school? Um, Coastal, Coastal Carolina. Carolina. Oh, all right, damn, yeah, the, the, yeah. the Chanticleers, yeah, yeah, the niggas yeah. with the teal turf. <laughs> so we was out there, bro, oh, just, shit. just joking. Smart niggas. <laughs> right. also, also extremely good at football. They were kicking the fuck out of niggas last oh, year, bro. Yeah, 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 they was kicking the fuck out of niggas. They beat BYU and shit. I know the niggas was sad they got their ass whooped by Custom I see, I see. You got a Kappa bracelet on. Yeah, you, I'm you, uh, nah, no. I'm not. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Just, yeah, just my boy, yeah. This is it, bro. But that definitely was homecoming time. Yeah, yeah. Back at, at school. And joking. Just, just joking, bro. Just on the whole, just. Just was, on just the like home, we talking about this shit. On some, like, we was, we was joking, you know, really. We was joking because we like to talk about, like, thrifting, because, like you said, we've been thrifting, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, we was talking about basically how, like, you know, you can be, you can just throw on some garments and still be fresh, and I really try to put too much thought into it, you know what I'm saying? And we kind of we said, like, you know, you. You bum fresh, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> okay, I get it, clothes, I get it now. Me? He was like, you know, my dog came out, was like, dang man, you bum fresher than a motherfucker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, dang, that really, it was like, dang, that really got a twang to it. Like, yeah. like you said, we've been thrifting. Like, all of us just end up coming together, but I feel like all my boys have been thrifting for a while. Right. So when we started like putting our heads together, like we're just going to start just pick up garments, and them boys, they like to resell this, but I feel like I'm a hoarder with my thrift because I love. Cause you need them flames. I need it, man. I love it, man. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. Oh, you got in room, bro. You got man room. You already thrift shoes. You already thrift shoes. What's it like? You know? I have sometimes. Yeah, you have sometimes. Yeah. Damn, what's that what's, like? Cause my experience is that shoes when you thrift them, they might like get some polo boots. Yeah, yeah. them seams and polo boots. Yeah. they don't last too long, so that's why they end up at the thrift shop. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's wet socks. But I bet you it probably be some heat in that motherfucker. It, it don't it? definitely some heat, bro. I got a pair. I got some pair of uh, Asics, bro. I paid ten dollars for it. Thrifting, bro. Everywhere I go, people are like, man, I love those aces. Yeah. And I paid $10 for them. I tell people that, they like, ain't no way you paid $10. So I ain't never <laughs> been thrifting. Like, yeah, I was going to say, explain to the people what, what is thrift. I'll be on some, like, I ain't going to lie. If my shoes stand out, fuck it. That's I the fit. White tea. That's the fit. <laughs> and, like, it go, like, it ain't nothing. Shoes got to be hard. I think, is shoes the hardest thing to thrift for? Or not? What's I what? feel like it just depends on you, man. If you do your research and you into it, okay. and you know people, know people, know people, you good on the right, I ain't gonna lie. Okay. Over the pandemic, uh-huh. my shoe that game got sick as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about because like, there was so many licks to be had. I'm sitting, I'm sitting in the crib like shit. I'm about to get this. This mm-hmm. fit about to go with this. Mm-hmm. Jersey game that came up. Yeah, like, it, it's like shit. You, you in the house, the only thing that stopped for me was, you know, being one-on-one with the artist all the time. Because he had caught COVID. Right. So I couldn't, I couldn't, it was like, damn, I got to see you be saying. He got, for him, he got a whole studio set up. Oh, I was just okay. I like the session, and I'll mix it from the crib, and we'll keep on working like that. Like, that's how we build up so many songs. So that's how y'all was working. Y'all one too. Y'all was in that motherfucker cooking the whole well, time. We had, we had we had so many songs before. We had about 60 songs before COVID. Mm-hmm. We had 60 songs after COVID. 
now we building a whole another process to where we about to come up with we said we gave ourselves a deadline like all right this is our stopping point and then boom we going from there yeah and like shit, for real it's, it's been up from here like really? now we just networking and putting everything together so we could come out with we gonna have a little a and r session a small little session let's pick through these songs and see what's the best so we that's had hard. a best product mm. out that's hard that's hard that's hard that's we hard. got invited i got invited to the air and r session you didn't say that part it's gonna be a select few people that i trust that i know got a good ear for music mm. and that are doing things that i can be like hey just come through i want you to pick through these records what you think is the best right. and then we just gonna nab them put them out and then from from there we're gonna do it like a real album because if you mm-hmm. walking in these rooms with these labels this is what happens you got an a and r assigned to your project mm-hmm. you working your songs they pick the best songs sometimes you might like the song sometimes you might not but it's off the ear like we right. the way we running our shit is like a label like you want to always think like i'm on <clears throat> once you start making your shit i'm on right i'm in the game because you don't know what's gonna catch it's really hard to predict I mean, in both lanes, like whether it be music or, or fashion or, or style, it's like you don't really know what's going to hit. So it's like you got to be ahead of the curve like that. You see what I'm saying? Like you kind of have to be ready and, and paying attention to the trends and be ready to hop on either something first or be the one to like reinvent a current trend. You see what I'm that's, saying? That's the way fashion and music go hand in hand. Right. You always see record. You always see artists building a fashion and they uh they music it go hand in hand that's why you got the merch like niggas merch that go crazy like he because niggas bro. be coming out with clothing lines it, it a nigga nigga signed the deal they got their own tour merch or whatever and then right after that boom here come the clothing line and shit and it's like okay you know what i'm saying i see what you're trying to do you're trying to get all the streams of income you know what I'm saying? So you could pay that deal back and shit. You know what I'm saying? You out here doing shows, features. Yeah, they binding up, you know, the type of shit that you represent as an artist. So let me, uh, I'm going to take that. Let me transition the conversation a little bit and ask y'all this. What is the things that y'all look for? Like, you know, if it, whether it's fashion or music, like what is it that you looking for? Or you hearing it? You know that that's like what's going to catch. Like how do you, as a, as a person that's in that lane, know like what's going to catch and what's whack? For me, man, I I can't even say. Um, I think more so with us, we just do our own thing, mm-hmm. and people just be with it half the time. I mean, we just we look for certain items, um, certain people that may inspire us and things like that. But besides that, man, we just like you said, we just throw it on, use it and go, man. We don't really, yeah. it's like it's one of those things we like. It like it the fit looked like you thought so much. But because you didn't think at all, it looks like that. I didn't think yeah. about it. You know, I just y'all on some trailblazer type shit. Yeah, y'all just doing right. what feel right exactly, there. Exactly, man. I, I, I that's fuck with that. That's, and that's just, what a vibe for us. It's a feel. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like how I'm feeling that day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to describe how I'm feeling. So I'm just going to throw this, throw that. Because it's not planned at all. Mm-hmm. Let me ask y'all this. What's the difference between fashion and style? Like, I think people don't understand that it's a difference between, like, Fashion and style, like I think it is, but do y'all think it's a difference between fashion and style? Yeah, 
I do. I think it depends on the individual, though. Just like still what you just said, um, fashion is more so just going with the current wave. Where you know you style somebody where you put your own taste on something right. else. You know what I mean? Right. And everybody ain't got the juice like that. Everybody no, right. Can't, everybody, can't everybody can't see it. Together. You got some. People, no disrespect. Like some people just what he does. Everybody's doing it. You right. Throw a white t-shirt on with this because these shoes got white in. So everybody white tee now. That's how the white. That's how the white tee thing started. You know what I'm saying? Really? But, but for me, mm-hmm. one thing that made me stand out. All right, say them purple, them purple Jays that came out, mm-hmm. them purple fives. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted to go get the Charlotte shit. Right. What I did was I got the Jazz Malone shit. Mm-hmm. It's still purple, still same colors, mm-hmm. but it's different. It's different, and every time I wear that jersey, everybody be like, "Ugh, that jersey hard." <laughs> Where you get it from? I'm like, bro, it's different from going to get what no every way. everything is norm. Like yeah. you still. Even if you keep it basic, you still can stand. I out. like how those yeah. bitches still on trend though. Yeah. I like how you can throw a jersey on and be straight. Mm-hmm. Like be straight. I think that I, I appreciate the fact that sportswear ain't never been off trend. Like it ain't <laughs> never been like <laughs> an issue for a nigga to have on like a Jordan jersey with some mics on. I I got three X LeBron swing man. You heard? <laughs> if I, I, it was just a little bit too. I wish I just got one X on that bit. Two, one or two X's. The three X is just a little bit too big. I wore that to. Uh, Memphis in the car. Yeah. It's this fresh though. I like the material and everything, but now a day is the fit guy be updated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that, is that that's another thing? Like, I do feel like people clothes is like true though. People right. people yeah. fit like the way that the fit hit you is starting to change, bro. Cause it used to be that you could wear a big ass tall tee and shit with some big baggy pants. But they, they, I feel like they'll flame you now, like if they you came out right like that. But I, I promise you that that loop coming back around. Bro. It always comes yeah. back around. Yeah, it is. It is because niggas in the league be it. wearing the big ass mm-hmm. pants and shit. They be having the big ass bell bottoms on. What y'all think? What y'all think about people that have may have a high fashion, mm-hmm. but no style like Michael Jordan? Right? I heard all his suits be like four bands. But they be all be whack. They be yeah. whack as fuck. Or he be wearing that fashion jeans no style? with the bitches. What's yeah, that? that's trash. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, yeah. Them jeans trash, no bro. <laughs> like, nah, I be looking, I be looking at people that, <laughs> that, that got the yeah, high yeah. fashion shit. Like, yeah. For instance, like a nigga will wear Gucci all the way down. Mm-hmm. But it be like, bro, that shit looks trash. It's not, like, it's it tacky. as hell, even though it's Gucci. Like, you just got it because it's a name. Like, you not, you not putting it together like, you gotta be put together if you got style. You gotta still look like you put that shit together and it's hitting. Like right. it's same thing with the music shit. I be noticing people be having songs. I be trying to figure out how to get them in the studio rest first while I heard they feelings. Cause they be having all the money, the money be right, right, but the song just don't have just don't be there. So they be there with that's the when spirit, you say no. But yeah. they style but they style just not right. I think that's I interest you brought up. Fashion versus style, because you yeah. can be you it's can be good. Because see, see, this is what I think it is. I'm like, I'm gonna explain to y'all what I think it is, and then y'all let me know if y'all agree. Like fashion, right? Like kind of like what you were saying. Like fashion is sort of like what's the wave, like what's on trend. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, like now I feel like as far as the jewelry game is concerned, like everybody got a choker, right? Like that's the trend. How about this? The 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 Hawks just won, right? Right. So, so that's you, trend. That's trend. So you gotta figure out some Hawk shit, right? Some people, but can't. your style though, your style is like. How you uniquely put some shit together that only you could wear. You hey, feel me? Hey, I saw this dude with the uh, Warriors was winning. Yeah. This nigga pissed me off so bad. He had on blue long johns to the ankle. Oh, no. A blue cowboy hat. A blue, they're like the stretchy, like nylon long johns. Blue shorts. 
blue Steph on, yeah, like some Texas Steph Curry jersey, and like blue Under Armour on, oh, and he had like no. blue glasses. I'm like, bro, you just look like an asshole in this big ass blue spandex suit. He's thinking like a blueberry Spider Man. He looked like a spandex cowboy. So that, so that's no what I, that's what I think it is. I think it's like. Fashion is what's on trend. Everybody able to go out and grab it and kind of emulate it however they emulate it. But style is like, okay, well, if everybody wearing mics and Air Force Ones, I'm going to go over here and grab these Vans and some of these Chucks and, and, you know what I'm saying, and get me a fit off like that. So I'll keep it real. I can't wear Vans and Chucks. I fuck with Vans, but the Chucks, I I can't go. The only reason why I can't is because I wear a size 13. There you see. And it make it look like clown shoes. That's hilarious. So I keep it real. I've been, like, you remember when Chucks was popping, popping? Yeah. When we was in school. It was a time where you had to have you. I couldn't have no Chucks. Couldn't get no feelers, for real. Because I wear a size 13. <laughs> so I've always been, I've always wore a fresh pair of Nikes. Yeah. A fresh pair of Jordans. Mm-hmm. I might even switch it up, get some Reeboks. I didn't did that. The Reebok classes, like that's what it was. We was coming that. up that two for eighty nine, like, nigga. Classes, <laughs> from City nah, Trend, nigga. Like, from like, City Kid, no, like Puma, Puma. I tried it, can't do it. Yeah. It's just it's how it how it fit on my foot and how it looks like mm-hmm. for me. It, if it's comfortable, and it look comfortable. I'm a, I'm aware. Facts, 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 facts. Let me um let me ask y'all this. This this like another thing that, I, that was kind of my personal opinion, just as far as like what we all been working on. What um when you start looking ahead, right? Like, what do you think is how you think the money gonna be working? Like, you think we are gonna be still doing cash like hand to hand and shit, or you think it's gonna be all just digital cash app, cryptocurrency? That that's how we gonna be getting paid, right? Cash is going away. Crypto. Yeah, yeah. Away, I think more niggas gonna be trying to pay you in like all of the crypto shit. Yeah. Look at it now, man. I mean, for for instance, like it's kind of like prehistoric for people to pick up a book nowadays, like a handheld yeah. book. They Ain't nobody picking up no encyclopedias no more. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. If they're doing it with books, the money's the same way. You ain't gonna have handheld money no more. It's gonna be all digital. Yeah. yeah and they I, got movies and stuff coming out. Telling folks, does you just gotta pay attention? Yeah, they be yep. showing it. They be yeah. showing it before it everything is transitioning. Yeah. yeah. They had these pandemic movies out before the pandemic happened. Right. Yeah, I think I think it, I think everything that we do in, in each one of these industries is going to be transactional. So like, mm-hmm. for a motherfucker to pull up, it's a transaction right there. For a motherfucker to perform, it's a transaction mm-hmm. right there. For a motherfucker to do a drop or put together a five or six song EP for you on your beats, that's a transaction right there. Like, it's going to be working a lot like how NBA 2K is. You know how you got a bad <laughs> VC for your nigga to be cold. Yep. It's going to be like that. Like the coldest nigga going to be the one that's like good with the VC. You heard? Yeah, nigga gonna be good at like getting shit on the value to get him like incrementally better than other niggas and nah, shit. But, but you can't listen, get your strength back. <laughs> you can't get your speed. Right. You fucked up your player. Look, I'm gonna elaborate on that. Yeah, but strong ass niggas. I, I really do believe that. I really do believe that. Everything that we doing, man, like like if y'all was to design some garments for somebody, like if they wanted to, like if, if a brand wanted to collab with y'all, like let's say a, um, like a Adidas or like a like a Reebok or a, you know what I'm saying? Like what's another streetwear brand like a Supreme or something mm-hmm. wanted to, to to work with y'all. You see what I'm saying? Like that's a transaction, like per design. You heard like mm-hmm. I'm getting paid for not just this one big project, mm-hmm. but I'm getting my bands for everything that's going out. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? I hear you, bro, but let, let me let me tap down to some game. There's something I, I ain't told anybody this. And this, this, I'm gonna tell you how it's gonna be me. I, I'm an owner of Nike. I own Nike. Michael Jordan. You got stock in it, huh? I'm, I'm not exactly. I got stock in it. 
There you go. So Speak you go up. in and you can personally design things. And y'all see the jersey I got on. Mm-hmm. I'm fresh. What's on the back of my shoes, bro? That say bum on the back. Bro, nigga, bro, that's hard. Playing, bro. Like, say bum on one side. Bum say fresh, fresh on, on the other. Bum. That's hard. This is hard. You know what I'm saying? So I can go out here and say, hey, this bum fresh. You know what I'm saying? I'm making two checks out there. That's hard as fuck. Cause the, when we when we was at our bar and I saw the jersey, not mm-hmm. just that one, but it was some other ones mm-hmm. on there. I'm like, nigga, this shit is hard as fuck. Like, where the fuck this nigga get this shit from? And I just threw that together, bro. Just on some yeah. Just see what people gonna think. Just buy it. So just hearing your opinion about, it, I'm like, yeah, I'm about to order some. I'm like, nigga, this shit was hard. That jersey, I thought it was the pirates jersey, but now I look at it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's bum fresh. It's hard. That shit hard <laughs> as fuck. And it's like, you know, now that technology made all of this shit easier, like it shortened down all these processes or whatever, I think like the time between you per, you performing services and getting paid is, that's gonna go out the way. It ain't gonna be none of that, you know, waiting on a check or, you know, residuals and all of that. That shit gonna be hitting your account like daily. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, and it, it's gonna be all kind of shit. They're gonna be smacking the cash app, they're gonna be smacking the Bitcoin, or well, whatever the fuck. Well, the music game need to catch up. Cause they be both. That's why I brought it still, up. Look, the music game is still on old time. That's why I brought it up. Gee, I think I they mean, be the slow. Yeah, the streaming is cool, but the way the laws is right now, and way they got it set up is it's still it's still fucked up. Like the music, music is still behind on technology side. Yeah, we got Spotify. Yeah, we got Tidal and Apple Music, and you got all types of streaming services. But you got to go through another company to collect that check for you. It's mm-hmm. not through your pu- publishing company. Mm-hmm. So you got to be signed up to three different locations to actually collect your check and your royalties. Right. All that money is, like, tied up. Like, yeah, it's, like when it's you say that, that got a million, millions in streams, right? Yeah. But they ain't, it ain't worth a million dollars. Right. A million streams ain't worth a million dollars. Yeah, when be, you had sent me that video, right? Like about how people were supposed to have been recouping their record deals and shit. And they got all of these brands that's tracking all of this statistical information, right? And so what you're supposed to be doing is leveraging that information against the marketplace. So like, if you're able to come up with a song that you know would get 10 million streams, like they giving you the data, they telling you who listening to it, where they listening to it at, where they from, what other shit they've been looking at on the internet. They telling you all of that shit ahead of time. So you kind of already know who you making music for. And these niggas still go in the studio, they knock out hits and they can't get paid right away. And I think that's like the most fucked up thing about yeah, the music industry, wait, bro. You gotta wait three quarterly. Three I, that's so, so fucked up. Quarterly I mean, the to Billboard, this estimates at most $250 million in black box money is built up from on-demand digital services. Black box royalties are monies due to songwriters and publishers where digital music services and the companies that hire them to help them in processing such payments are unable to match compensations to recordings. Yep. Either Damn. because of poor or inadequate metadata or lack of registration to the copyright office, often by DIY do-it-yourself indie artists and songwriters. That's enough to buy like the Jaguars, right? Like two hundred fifty million. Nah, you, you can, can pay Trevor Lawrence with two hundred fifty million. Yeah, you bro. can definitely get. You can get, uh, in Atlanta that you can grab. Right you can grab a mansion for that much money. You can sign AD. Own one. You can sign AD for that. Much but it, money. It, I mean, the, the music game. The music game. You make. Yeah, you exactly. can make a lot of money, but you can also miss a lot of money in the music. Game. Pharrell was talking about that, like about people making your money for you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You not understanding the business side but of things. That's properly. why you need a team team of people if, if you're not blessed with a team the first thing you need to do is if you start making music 
the first thing you need to do is get your knowledge game up. Because mm. there's so many different, like, books. There's so many different, like, people that... And, and you can go on YouTube that's just giving you free game on how this music game goes. Yeah. It's to where it's, like, there's no way that you need a label. The reason... I understand why people sign to a label, but you don't need a label to make money in music. I don't think you... I, don't, I think, like, if you got to take a label deal, then fine. But it's almost... To your advantage to stay independent because you in control of the structure of your business. You see what but I'm you saying? Can always, you can see this is the thing, and I always get this example when it comes to to music. Like, all right, say for instance, Wiz Khalifa before mm. he signed his deal, right? And he was the hottest nigga in the world. Broke he was signed to Rostrum first. He, he was, was signed, and no, he was signed to Warner Brothers on his very first deal. Got out of that deal. Went to Rostrum. Oh, when he put out label. rolling papers and all of that yeah. shit. Okay. That's when he put out rolling papers when he was on Rostrum. Signed that deal to Rostrum. Rostrum, independent label, built that built that buzz up. His very last project on Rostrum before he signed his big deal to Atlantic was uh, was uh, Cushion Orange Juice. Mm. Now, Cushion Orange Juice was so big. That motherfucking legend. It was like, it was like, yo. They gave him a bag off of that to do rolling papers. He still signed to his same deal, but the thing is, when he go back and re up, they probably gave him a seven album deal. <clears throat> That's he too long. Some, nah, but he got like a hundred million off of that. Oh, okay. Because Cushion Orange Juice was so big that it's like shit. We gotta give him the paper. You can still play that shit to this day. I'm talking about no, from I in still, the end. I still play. I still you play. can still you can play that whole from so in the end today. Music. It's two different versions. They put it. They put it on streaming. So, oh word. So, so Red. So break it down to him. If he got a hundred million dollar deal mm-hmm. for seven albums, how and if his percentage is ten percent, do you think he got ten percent royalty? Bro, he probably had if by at this. This point 30%? in time, he probably got a good a good 60-40 deal. 60-40? His way? His way. 60-40 his way on because, $100 million. Because this, that's we, pretty good. You got to think when Wiz got signed. And look at the time when Wiz got signed. Because when he got signed, he was it was... the biggest artist in the game It was crazy. At the time. Like, it, imagine... All right, imagine... I'm going to go back a little bit further. Soldier Boy. Mm-hmm. Soldier Boy say he got paid. He got paid a million dollars off of his one album, his one song, before he even fucking signed a deal. Do you think Wiz? Do you think Wiz deal was a three sixty? Bro, no? he didn't have no three sixty deal. So just straight off Wiz, the stream. Wiz worked. didn't get no three sixty deal. Neither did Soldier Boy. Neither Man. did Chief Keith. So if he got, they six, didn't get that. Deal. So if he got sixty forty, Chief deal, Keith came out. The they was like they was big. They was big independently. So imagine, so imagine. Let, tell the people, example. tell the people how much money he's going to have to make the record label to recoup. If he got a 60-40 deal and he got a hundred million dollars, he's so going to have to sell. I'm gotta, guessing a hundred eighty million dollars. Listen, to me. In listen music? to me. When it comes down to that, yeah, they barely have to recruit because the label's going to make money every time they drop. They're going to make their money back every time they drop on their project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's when they drop. That's why it was so easy for Soldier Boy to end his deal with a, uh, with Interscope, because he had already made them so much money off of two albums. Now he independent. Mm-hmm. He ain't never got signed a deal no more. 
he ain't signed a deal since he dropped his second album. I would have to say somebody like Soldier Boy probably is not going to be signing nobody deal no time soon. He just because he's he able to get so much money on his own. Yeah. No, but, oh, not neither, necessarily, neither though. If you, guys, like, if you got 60-40 deal, why wouldn't you? If you got 70, they all from Yeah, they can't even say 60-40, though. Or that's 70-30. Because, like, look, this is what I'm thinking, right? If you got uh, Wiz Khalifa, that's why I brought it up because we was talking about that video that probably need reference. If Wiz Khalifa got $100 million, 60-40 his way, he probably needs to make um, seven albums. He probably needs to make all together about $210 million across seven albums. So that means about $30 million every album. In order for him to make about $30 million every album, he has to sell. If you go platinum, you got to go about three times platinum. But, but he ain't got to worry about all other. But, my whole thing but I mean, you got tours, you got merch, you got. He, he ain't got no, that's not. No, he's not getting nah, that. He don't have a uh, 360. Yeah, so tour merch not included. Look, mm-hmm. look, Wiz never signed a 360. I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. But you got to think, like the way he made money back for the label, they get money off his publishing. Do they get money off his they artists? Make, they get they, time dollar sign money. Yeah, too? they they get money. Oh, off oh, so that's where the extra did come from. So uh, uh-huh. Okay, all right, all right. That bring up a good point, man. Let me. That, yeah. that, that bring up a good point. Let me. As you bring money to the label, yeah, your numbers get knocked yeah. off. That's, right. that's why he put out that put out that uh, cushion orange juice again for t- after ten years. Yeah, he put it out again because that counts and it gets some more bread. Yeah, let me let me get to this question though. So let so. How, as far as the fashion game is concerned, like, how do you think niggas is getting tricked out of bread? Like, what is the mistakes that they making? He just told you. He, when that whole whole body of Gucci on, mm-hmm. that ain't selling no more for real. For real. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can do that, but you're losing money. Why do that when you can start a little thing where you, you make yourself relevant to smaller people, your audience, mm-hmm. in a sense? You know what I'm saying? Right, the people that fuck with what exactly. you fuck with. Exactly. Most people can't buy that Gucci shit, bro. Yeah. You know how long it took me to learn how to get that shit? Right, no. and then my thing about it is this, right? Like, if you are starting a clothing brand, I would have to assume that you got to be looking around you. Like, you got to look at your nearest competitors and see how they doing business. So, you know, you can figure out, like, okay, how much risk do I want to take? Because it's like, I feel like that's always the case with fashion. Like, you taking risks on shit that you think people is going to end up buying, right? Mm-hmm. Like, remember, like, when Yeezys first came out? Mm-hmm. Like, niggas was like, oh, hell no. Like, when he had the shit with the clothes, with I'm the holes like, in it. Oh, hell no. You feel me? It's I'm still some people that's like, <laughs> like, fuck that shit. But, like, Ye made a B now. A couple B's right. now off of Yeezy. Yeah. So, it's like... I would have to assume that in order for you to not hit those pitfalls where you just end up blowing all of this bread, mm-hmm. like you got to do some kind of looking around in the fa- the fashion industry and figure out like, okay, how are they going about, you know, bringing something new to the marketplace and how are they getting their shit off so that you know not to make those same sort of mistakes with such a big investment like that, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's taking small, for me, it's only taking smaller steps. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've lost some bread. But also, I gained some of their bread back just on things I do. You got to learn how to leverage out. And like I said earlier, research, man. I basically got a research degree. I got a two-year degree, paralegal studies, but it's just research. So Damn, I always see. research shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I use everything I've It's some college degrees in this motherfucker, <laughs> boy. Fuck I, you I, talking I, about? I use my it's life, It's a couple man. of uh, bachelor's degrees in this bitch. It's just running it back, man. You just got to you gotta use everything that you've obtained, man, to push it forward. I mean... And that comes from researching. I mean, it's it's so much stuff that you can gain just by paying attention, like walking around. I'm I'm blessed because I'm in Atlanta, so I go to these spots that they be talking about in these songs. You know, mm-hmm. Harold, Fans and Fell. I'm probably going to uh, Harold tonight. Matter of fact, 
But I pick up on little things, just be like, okay, I remember this was popping. I'm gonna pick up on that. Right. Oh, I see this. Oh, oh let me pick up on that. Just watching, man. That's, that's basically all it is, really. How would you say? How would how what advice would you give somebody that's like they get ready to start like an apparel line? They get ready to do like t-shirts, shorts. You know, like basic shit. They get ready to do a line of basics. Like, what advice would you give to them? I would say one, go into it, you know, uh, seeing the quality of your clothing, how long it will stay. Like, say for instance, it's a shirt I bought. <laughs> and and I, I showed love to somebody, but I washed it. Mm. It shrunk up. The stuff started peeling off. Ah. I'm like, damn, I spent $30, you know, showing love. I'm like, dang, the quality ain't good on it. So that's right. another thing, your quality of your clothes, because matter of fact, his brother Matt came down with a shirt. I think he had that shirt, like, like five years. And um, it was from one of the guys that started a company in South Carolina, and he watched it. But it was when you touch it, it was good quality. He done watched it a couple different times. It has, it has, it's, it has it's heavier. Yeah, and it, it was good it was quality. Yeah. But I'm sure you know you gotta take some time to learn when you get this quality stuff from. Not just putting out BS, bro. Cause that's that's low key cap. Hey you know man, I mean? it's low key cap. So, cause I would feel some type of way like if I went and patronized a nigga brand and the shit fell apart. Exactly. Yeah. I'll be like, damn, bro. You know, as opposed to fucking with like. Uh, 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 Old Navy, a uh, Nike, Adidas, a uh, H and M, or you know Zara, uh, Boohoo Man, mm-hmm. or something like fucking with that type of shit. I'm gonna go fuck with with my people, mm-hmm. or whatever. And you sell me some janky shit, yeah, for Like now I gotta talk about you a little bit, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get on the internet and be like, nigga, right. Right. come on now, nigga, this fucked up. These bitches was like fifty bucks. Nah, but one thing I've been I've been seeing though, like on the fashion side, I got a couple of homeboys back home that do the fashion, like. The biggest thing is uh, when you got the demand, just making sure you keep up with the demand, like for real, because now you're a business now that that want that people just want your clothes. Like I, I always support my homies. I always support black brands because at the end of the day, that's keeping our economy up. Right. But flip side to me, which is a producer, niggas don't want to pay the producer. I don't see why they be the ones that they be oh. having biggest names as rappers. Do. <laughs> no, the producer no. be having a bigger name than the rapper do no, sometimes. They don't. No, that's that's the reason why you got songs featuring Take Heat. That's why you got yeah because the label don't want to pay niggas featuring Metro Boomin and Metro Boomin and shit. That's why they doing these pro- going back to do whole projects with niggas because you know you're gonna get paid. The whole main thing is like the biggest thing is getting paid. Yeah, Obviously. that's like it's the music, it's the love for the music. That's the main thing at the top. If you don't love this shit, you gonna put a million hours in and not get paid for this shit. But once you start getting paid, it's like, bro, I need my paper. Right. So it's like the biggest thing is messing with independent artists and messing with artists in general. You there, there is ways that you gotta be able to negotiate, cause. Mm. That's why you always see the bigger artists work with the same producers all the time. They don't like bringing in new niggas. I feel like everybody got a joint from Mike Will made it. That's the yeah, one name that I always... Yeah, because they don't like bringing in... The, that's the one thing. Mike Will is not making all of them beats. He got a whole team of niggas that's on Mike Will made it. That's also doing the same shit that that's he That's all... 30 Rock. 30 uh, Rock was with Mike Will made it when he started. Now 30 just went crazy. He went up. And he stood alone by himself. Now he can do his own thing. He did it. He did that Kendrick Lamar. 
Yeah. Wait, I mean, I used to be listening to TM88. TM88 used to be fucking me up. Him and Lex Lou, them motherfuckers used to be going hard as fuck. Bro, that's a team of 808 Mafia. That's what I'm saying. Them motherfuckers used to be going hard as fuck. It's a team of niggas. They got niggas over here making loops. Then you got Southside making it. Making the 808s, or you might have somebody else making the 808s. That's why TM88 kind of moved away from them and started doing his own thing. Like, it's just, it. but it's all about at the end of the day, how are we going to make paper in this? How are you going to get right. to it? Like, once it's a supply of this, it's a demand for this, and then you got to keep it going. Like, yeah. on the music, on the music side, it's just so back in, so crazy and and diluted and it's loophole yeah back in is the problem that i got with the whole shit here and here and here it's like sometimes people lose the love for it once they get to a certain point and you gotta remember like the reason why you got in this shit because you love music Mm -hmm. just like i'm pretty sure the reason why they started making clothes because we love we love that's what y'all do it's like you know what i'm saying love stunting yeah love styling like that's that's what it is, man. All right, so then this this is my next question, and I, and I think um, I think we all have like an experience with this. What is it like taking a loss? Like when you when like when you see it coming, like oh man, I'm finna burn some bread. You see what I'm saying? Like, what's that? How do you bounce back from taking a loss? Look at it like promo. <laughs> Look at it like marketing. <laughs> you know branding. what I'm saying? Make sure that you put that you put that loss out there on front street. Yeah. Well, at least if it crash and burn, at least you got some likes off that motherfucker. You feel so me? You build a reputation up. I always think about putting it out there and then let the market decide. Yeah, I feel and like when you get some new shit and you put it out, like you be having that that energy, that positivity for it. Bro, we take we take losses in doing showcases. We take losses in everything in life with a bitch. It's <laughs> nothing else, man. Yeah, ain't lying. Well, that's another thing I want to talk to y'all about. What the bitches be on shit. I was going to take a smoke break right there, and then we was going to come back and get into what the bitches be on. Because, like, yeah. nigga, we got, as all these niggas it. in this room, we got to talk about I wanna talk about. Yeah, I want to talk about a celebrity that just blew up something, and now these girls is going crazy. I want to see what y'all think is on the fashion side, too. All right, but, man. Uh, yeah. Well, shit, let's, uh, why don't we get into, uh, you got the other Red Sparks track? Let's uh let's let that rock for a little bit, man. We're gonna take a quick little smoke break. We'll be right back. You know what I'm saying? T me, T money in the building, TME as usual. Got B Diddy up in here, got Red Sparks. Got the, got the Bun Fresh gang in the building with me, man. We're gonna be right back. Y'all stay tuned. I'm a bird. <laughs> but yeah, Joe, that's crazy. Um when you was talking about so like million dollars worth of game, they talk to all of these different niggas, right? And doing bank fraud. Right. They got to put that part in there. And so what they try to do, I guess what they try to do is like put niggas on the licks and shit, like the shit that they not they doing they doing um they doing a, a something they getting paid. Yeah, I know they, they getting they, paid. They, they, I, they be reading the new uh, Amsterdam ads all the time. I think it's I think when they put these niggas on and they don't really look at it, the way that they broke it down that Tony Closer broke it down is. That they, this nigga paid fifty thousand dollars to be on the podcast, right? What? So for fifty thousand dollars, you look past the nigga's background. Oh, <laughs> who, who did? Who did? Uh, Gilly the Kid uh, uh, Wallow. Who? Who? Uh, him five hundred. Him five hundred. They were doing bank fraud. That's why. Okay. I was, yeah, but I, was walking, I told you how he went on million dollars worth of game. No, he went on. Uh, so he did. Uh, That's it. You got it. He ready? did the podcast with. Um, yeah, you go ahead on the play. He did the podcast with a uh, uh, big bank, and he's uh-huh. talking about. Doing bank fraud on cars. I can tell you, no, no, B Diddy, no scams. I know how to scam, but 
It, Speak on it, bro. So the scam is that you just get a fake car loan, and because a personal loan that you write to yourself has a high, high, high interest rate, 25%, right? If you get a car loan and you can somehow flip it and make the bank think you bought a car, but they just give you the 90000 for a car and you don't buy it, That's what it felt like too. It had a nice little vibe to it, man. We back. Uh, you know what I'm saying? B Diddy done ran to the whip to grab a material, but uh, man. So let's um let's touch on this real quick, bro. What what do y'all think women's role is in this whole thing? Like how they like how they starting to show up be a little more prevalent in the music game and how y'all starting to like see them kind of break into the fashion world as well. I 
man. What y'all, I mean, what y'all with, think with about music, that? With music, I say women is playing a, a more prevalent role. Like, uh, I'm kind of happy. But it's being the same type of music. Like, it's always about sex. Mm-hmm. It's all about jugging a nigga. Like, mm-hmm. I want to hear some true shit, like what women's going through. Like, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, some shit, like, uh, you know, shit, Eve had love is blind. Like, yeah. I just watched that verses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they don't have different songs. Like, they don't have enough switch ups. Like, mm-hmm. I know. I know Cardi B's album had different different songs on there. That was good. But it, it's not enough of female artists giving you a there there's no there's no pain music from the female side. It's all club and ass shaking and twerking and getting niggas like that's what it is. It ain't enough uh parody. Like, yeah, I can understand that they spit like I wanna hear Meg the Stallion talk about her getting Supposedly shot by this nigga Tory. Yeah, bro. Like, I want to hear a bro. song about that. Cause like, how is it? Right, y'all done bust guns before. Right. I know everybody in here done shot guns before. How is it possible she to hit a shot, bro? Yeah, how is it possible to hit a motherfucker in both of their ankles, bro? <laughs> I heard a new theory it made sense to bro, me, T Money. It was a ricochet. It was a ricochet. It bounced off of something right, that hit her in both of the ankles at the same time. Yeah. Why are you saying like that? I'm uh, just asking, you asking, bro. I'm asking. I'm asking. Now I got to believe it. Really? Yeah, yeah no. Right. It bounced off of some shit and hit you in both of your feet. Like, sure. Stranger things happen. What's the sure. so stranger that's happened? Man, I know they be having like myth busters and shit like that, but goddamn. It, it's been 15 months. We're going to yeah. see. We're going to see. We're going to see. We're going to see. I, I um, We were talking about that before. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit. No, I noticed though. What's up? You can say this more openly and honest that you feel like Meg, maybe the story isn't just exactly how it seems. I said that. I put, I've been saying that. I I think that. I got it's trouble certain, saying that. Before. It's certain parts of it that's true. What she, it's certain parts of what she's saying is true, but then there's certain parts of what she's talking about that's cap, like, <laughs> like cap. Uh, cap. Well, what you gonna do, T Money, if you find out? That was all put together by like Dame Dash. Right. Just pops out like orchestrated like a WWE skin or some <laughs> shit like that. He just pop out. Dame Dash just pop out of uh. They pull up to the court. date Dame and Meg get out. <laughs> Dame Dustin all silver. Now Vince McMahon get out that bitch, nigga. Fuck you talking yeah, about? Well. A, a real live ringleader get out that motherfucker, man. man. But Floyd Mayweather just pop out. You like oh, what, um, money team? I knew it was you. <laughs> what, what about y'all as far as fashion is concerned, like? Do you, cause I feel like women always kind of been in the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think yeah. it's just a slippery slope when you're dealing with women in fashion, man. You got to do you know, what sells, you know, what, what what's going on in the world right now. You got, you got OnlyFans going up right now. You got yeah. people just really selling their body for the most part now, it seems like. Um, just for just for fashion or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's it changed, we so much, Yeah, and, and it's just, it's a lot of stuff where it's just, I don't know, man. You, I, I feel low-key scared. No, you got the bad side of the force, uh-huh. and you got the dark side, and you got the white side of the force, bro. Yeah, so I you got like the only, they're using the dark side. Yeah, yeah. you got the I only fans. I that dark side. The only fans is the dark side. Yeah. So remember, I was telling you about the uh, a celebrity. You ever heard mm-hmm. Telfar? Yes. Telfar makes $267, $300 bags, right? Mm-hmm. Beyonce wore a Telfar bag white, and now girls is tripping out about Telfar bags. 
is probably not gonna be able to get one for if for you a while. for a while. If you want to get one right now for Christmas, just go ahead and do it because you're gonna be the man in about six months with this tail far bag because Beyonce wore it. Mm -hmm. So if you get your you get your shit in the right hands, right, right, what sure, up though? Sure. Get your shit in the right hands. Mm -hmm. Then you know you can. You ain't gotta always go to the OnlyFans route. You can just go to if you get the Beyonce and she take your three hundred dollar bag. That's going on. All right, let's call a timeout real quick. You want to introduce yourself, family? Let us know who you got rocking with us. Oh yeah, yeah, raw man, R A W, right on wrongs. Yes, sir. Coming hip hop artist. I mean, he's doing my thing. You know what I mean? Shout my man Red Sparks, the producer. And everybody in the room, I don't know your names yet, but shout out everybody. <laughs> it's all good. I'm T Money, bro. T Money. You know what B Diddy. B Diddy. Yes, sir. Free? Priest. Priest. You know? Javon, bro. Oh, nice to meet y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that was your music that we were just listening to? Nah, nah, nah. Oh, nah, nah, nah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But we got we got some we got some of your music. Uh, I can send it. I mean, I can email it to you. Yeah, three eighty studios one at gmail.com Yeah, let's play some of that shit, fool. Yeah, we gonna we gonna play some of that. Appreciate you coming. No, I gotta call you right back. I'm in the podcast. No, but you got you ain't always the podcast. I call right back. I'm in the podcast. I know that's right. <laughs> Get their mind right. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. But yeah, man. So, I, uh, you, before y'all before y'all had came back in the room, we were talking about like women in fashion and like. How they leveraging that to get to these little bags and shit, and so we had got to bring up the point like about like how women basically using fashion to kind of sell their bodies on OnlyFans or like out here on the Instagram streets and right, shit. Right, right. Which I I do think is kind of the case. I do think it's a smart way to approach it. Like, okay, if they if these small brands gonna give me shit just because niggas think that they could fuck, then I'm gonna put this shit on and get a bag from them. Like that makes sense. That's a good little trapper, little entrepreneurial spirit. But at the same time. Something and on my inside, bro. It, the moral compass is like, oh wait, wait, hold on, shorty, hold on. I'm not mad at you, but at the same time, like I'm, I'm judging you a little bit. But from the business side, it's smart. It's smart. It's a smart business. From the business side, side you can't argue business. with it. It's a smart business. But uh, but as far as like on the on the morality tip, I'm like, damn. You're like, yo, get my t-shirt out of there. Yeah, like, oh, it's not even no, supposed to be bro. in that spot. That's oh, like, no, that's like where t-shirts fit. You just, like, could you? you just, just, you just stuff in this t-shirt. Would you do that? Would you would you body. pay? Would you pay like a like a female influencer that be out there like that to wear some shit? Me being myself, I don't think I would. I don't think I would unless I get to a point where I'm 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 making millions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I'm making millions, I can do that. Then yeah, but as of right now, right. You know, I feel like I can just I can I can show love. It's so I, easy to market. I don't think we're talking about. No, I don't think we're talking about. Like they gonna still rock it, they gonna wear it, you know what I'm saying? And we ain't right. had millions, we ain't talking about millions, you talking about like booty shorts, you can put right. them in the Right. Yeah. yeah, that's that's something that's similar, that costs. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking, I'm like, you know what I'm saying, you make a pair, a couple pair of them and just mm. throw them out on the internet, you think they ain't gonna wear just that leave shit? Them. They just gonna, leave them, just leave them around. Okay, I see what they're talking about. They gonna put okay. that shit on, And you ever seen like an old school, like a rabbit trap, and they have like a stick, and they have like a, and like they pull the string, and the box falls off them, just leave some booty shorts in there. Right. And then they knock the string out. Next thing you know, they pop out underneath the box with the booty shirts on already. You can use like a bait. That's my thing. <laughs> and then like the the part of it that be conflicting for me is like, right. you know, I, I see who y'all marketing to it, and it's almost like predatory. That's it's like y'all preying on these niggas that like you know they really feel like they're gonna meet you in real life and fuck. It's <laughs> the music game is like that too, cause niggas real like niggas see these industry plants and really think that they just gonna have somebody come in there and just put them on and get them on all the playlists. Right. And some niggas that's selling that dream. And that, females do the same thing too. Yeah. Like they, they'll think if, hey, uh, if 
so and so is doing this thing, he gonna put me on and, and he gonna do this for me, like, and I'm gonna be able to use his beats and all that stuff. Like, I done had that happen to me, like, to where I'm like, I'm sitting there like, who are you? Right. Like, you ain't nobody just cause you think you got a little followers don't mean that you gonna automatically push us. You gotta put them to work. Right. Drake Stradamus said you got more followers than dollars and that don't make no motherfucking sense. It don't sense. make no sense. No. So it's like, it's like, and also like, my biggest thing with female artists is, yeah, they got to look. Like, if you got to look and you look like you can be marketable, I'll work with you. I want to hear your, your music. But with females, it's different because you can bring in a writer because uh, all these all of these females at this point in time, they got somebody helping them. Right. Either they writing their lyrics or they got somebody helping them with their lyrics. Right. Because they you need a direction. Even with male artists, they got people helping them with their lyrics. But the thing is, when it comes down to that, I don't look at it as not writing your lyrics. Because you don't, you don't, when it comes to music, you got to have a team. Yeah, you we talking about team. that with Lowe, like how it be all of these niggas in the room and they all kind of have one part or another in, in producing I, the record from top to bottom. Right, right, What right. do you got to do? What kind of things do does an artist, developer have to do to protect somebody who's not writing all the lyrics? Like, for example... Is should they have certain situations that they shouldn't go to or certain situations well, everybody got a is, job. that they should stick into? But I'm saying if you don't write your own lyrics, there gotta be something that you can't do no, that somebody because is. you get cause, okay, so for somebody who don't write their own lyrics completely, they still get a percentage of the publishing. Yeah. Because right. they they rap that shit. You gonna send them out there more to They're market still your they song? Vocals. I say you gotta sell a song, right? Uh huh. You gonna send them out there to talk about the process? They're gonna be able to go out there and really get into some musical shit, like you gonna make it seem like the R and B motherfuckers do. These the R and B motherfuckers, they be they be collaborating with one another all the time. The R and B motherfuckers always talk about who like, wrote a song with right. them. I had this, um, he wrote this song, and it was perfect. Like so, I had to get it. Like, mm -hmm. bro, Beyonce don't write all her songs. Like, they be talking about that shit openly. They be like, oh, me and such and such got together and, and wrote that's this R and B. That's R and B. Now that's that's a different ball game to rap though, dog. Cause nah, niggas ain't gonna do. Nah, I feel like nigga ain't gonna do that in the rap when game. Rap, when people rap, they want you to know that you're spitting that shit. Yeah, and that's that's really your opinion. But not everybody spitting right. that shit. Okay, okay. No but no. But guess what though? That's why people get off that list of all time MCs. You could be selling all these records and everything. If you ain't writing your shit, you ain't no all time MC. It's gonna Period. be like, for instance, like Lil Uzi went to um, Hot 97, and she was um, not able to spit over a certain beat. Yeah, I don't think he is the type of person. I think he's a lot of collaboration going into his shit. If you got an artist that don't write their own shit, you got to protect them. Maybe you can't send them up to put them on the same amount of media tours and all kinds of shit. But that's what they're doing. Right. But, but honestly, though, as an artist, like, you, people's only, like, holding that against you is if you're making it seem like you're writing your shit, or you're the right. dopest lyricist, and you're not. Like, people like Lil Uzi, he's not a lyricist. Yeah. He's a dope performer. He has a dope delivery. Right. He's 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 wavy. So even if it came out like, oh, someone so wrote this for, Ila, or someone wrote this verse for Uzi, or wrote this hook, or someone helped him with verse, people aren't gonna care because he doesn't come off as a lyricist. He comes off of like like it's a vibe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, if some of like his freestyles a, be sounding better than like the actual songs and shit. Yeah, like, but like all the times I'll be catching a freestyle on the internet, I'll be like, okay, that's like damn near harder than what was on the album, even though the album's be right. hard. Right. But if a Kendrick. Or Jay Cole came out exactly. and found out someone wrote for them. That would be a little bit. That'll take them down, like, bro. We look at y'all as uh, lyricists, like like you're spitting that shit, like you're being creative with your punchlines. 
So it's all how, what type of artist you are, what type of rapper you are, and how you present it. Imagine right. you found a battle rapper didn't write his own. Cause niggas idolized. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, right. <laughs> battle rapper niggas <laughs> wasn't writing that. Who you talking about? It's some battle rappers that don't write their own shit. Well, then they don't need to be battle rappers. They don't need to be battle rapping, bro. But nah, but I don't, as me as an artist, I write everything I say. Yeah. No, everything. Like sure. hooks, bridges, verses. Whatever, I don't want, I, when I go in the studio, I tell two He won't even let me, he won't even let me come up with a clever Never life. Oh, never you be life. in there making suggestions and he be like, nah. Nah. Yeah, he be never like, life. Nah. I want that, nah. no, it's because it's me. I take pride in that. I don't need nobody else to do that for me. You but, know what I'm saying? All right. what, what if you put it out there in the market, right, and it don't sell like you want to sell? What you going to do then? You going to come back and get this hook from Red? No, because it's not me. I feel I you on that. I don't care about none of that. I don't care about giving you me. I feel you on that. What's well, um. Where you, so who you listening to currently? Do you see yourself like in the same lane as anybody, or is it anybody that I'm you? I'm an old person. To? I get a lot of comparisons like old Nas. Uh huh. Uh, I've heard old J. Not saying I sound like them, but they can just hear like certain. Similarities. That's what they say when they listening. Yeah, like oh, that kind of reminds me of this. Not saying I sound, but it kind of reminds me of that lane. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of different, man. Like I'm lyrical, <laughs> but I'm aggressive, but I know how to write hooks. Right. But um. My, the way I put my punchlines, like battle rap type punchlines within the song, but it stays on topic. Right. I got my own style. I really don't sound like nobody. What's your thoughts on this whole trend of like, like party music, like music that niggas can pop pills and do drugs to and like listen at big ass. Big well, Paul, well, are we talking about party music or are we talking about drug music? Like, oh, either way, what, okay. like, what, like, how do you uh, feel about that? Just I mean, as it being a part of the industry now. I mean, I like. I mean, I'm in the clubs, man. Right. I mean, I like. I like. I like catching the vibe. So. The atmosphere when I'm like at a hide and buckhead or like a paparazzi or onyx or whatever, it's gonna be a different vibe. Like you wanna hear future, you wanna hear Drake, you wanna hear little Uzi Vert, you wanna hear something that is gonna make the strippers shake their ass so you can yeah. enjoy them shaking their ass. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not gonna play uh one mic in Onyx. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> definitely not. Oh, Ain't nobody so shaking nice. their ass to yeah. one mic. That's definitely not happening. Not. So it's all about the vibe. She gonna have to be hustling. That bitch gonna, gonna have to be dancing very provocatively. She yeah. gonna niggas to come out yeah, and rap. She gonna be twerking with all her might to her. Right. She coming down the pole slow as hell. It's all about the vibe, though. It's all about the vibe. I hear you. I hear you. That make um, a lot of sense, man. I just, yeah, I don't do I can, but I don't. I don't suggest yeah. like, like I used to sell drugs. I used to be in the streets heavy, 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 and okay. I stopped. I'm on a different path. Allegedly, so I, allegedly, you know. What I'm allegedly, I mean, but they, they got yeah, allegedly. Right, allegedly. <laughs> but uh, allegedly, <laughs> yeah. once upon a time ago, it was on it was, word around the street was. This might have happened, y'all. Yeah, it might have happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, what? I don't suggest any drug use because I've had family members and people I know and everything die of drug use. So I don't. I mean, yeah. I'm not mad at any rapper who if that's their life, but I would I, like. I'm able to enjoy the sound of the music right. without that influencing me. The only thing I would say is that I, I, I kind of don't like is drug rap is like the main thing. It's like it's all like depression and emo and pill popping rap. And it's like, what message are you sending to the kids? Mm. Mm, you know what yeah. I'm saying? A lot of kids like are very influenced by their favorite rappers. Right. So I think, don't get me wrong, that's where like uh, being a father comes in. And being a, a male figure comes in, but hey, you can enjoy this music or don't meditate. Like you can enjoy the sound of it, but don't meditate. Don't don't let this be your life. Well, I feel you on you that. Know what I'm saying because there's nothing cool about getting addicted to drugs. Yeah. It's supposed to be entertainment. Like at the end of the day, right? Hear, you ever hear 
rappers say like I'm not your role model. Like I agree, like they shouldn't be your role. Nah, model. but like, yeah, but at the same time, you you might not want to be. But when you're on that platform, people be looking. You know, the kids be watching. Are, how you how we, if you wear the new sneakers and everybody's like, oh, I want them sneakers because so and so wore them. Yeah. If he has his haircut like this, all one that haircut like the like the one joint. Wait, look, but that's what happened to Odell once he got once he went blonde and started mossing niggas like listen, that. Listen, when, when people want he the, asking people, for that people shit, want but the one fade, guess what they say? I want the Ti fade or the Boosie fade. Mm-hmm. And that's but and you, then, would want, you would want sports figures and activists to be role models. You would want them. That's why LeBron James carry himself the way he do. Like I want my sports figures to be activists. But why? Yeah. But, but there is rappers who are role models. Look at Common. Look at, I mean, there's other people who are influential who like what role models. Baby put out one of the biggest songs of the so, whole movement and shit. So just because you're a rapper doesn't mean you got to be a piece of shit. That's true. That's a, that's a very, that's fucked up that we think like that. Like, yeah, he's oh, he's a rapper. He can be a piece of shit. Hey, that's a good real. point, bro. As long as rappers. And, there's a lot of famous pieces of shit. Like, now I would never want to hang around. When I get famous, I want to hang around because you're a piece of shit. I've singers been around. I never looked at a rapper as a role model. I never was like, because oh, yeah, I want to be like. But there's subject matter with. There's Tupac, to me. Before he passed, even though he had things he had to do for the industry, he was a role model in certain avenues because he was for the people. He was an activist. He spoke his mind. Now, did he have flaws? Yes. Were some of those flaws highlighted because he was signed to a record label that yeah. he had to adjust some things to? Yes. But his heart, to me, how he carried it, you could say, damn, I could. You could take certain points of his life and be like, damn, I, 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 that inspires me. Let me ask y'all okay. this, man. Let, let's go around the room real quick. I want to ask y'all about this. Like, what are y'all doing in terms of, like, Securing like your longevity in the lane that you in like I know for me Like it's important for me to try to be as healthy as I can bro. right like I want to be able to like if I need to work 20 hours I need to be able to like I need to have the gas to go yeah. But if I'm you know what I'm saying if I'm sleeping like shit if I'm eating like shit if I'm drinking all the time yeah. Then like I'm not gonna be able to you know do the work that need to be done So like what are y'all doing to make sure that you're gonna be able to do this type of shit because like you feel me? Ten years from now, it's gonna be ten times bigger than what it is now, right. and you're gonna have to be able to keep up with that shit, bro. So, like, what y'all, what do y'all think is like the key to securing the longevity? When you try talking about setting up yourself health wise, I also try to make sure that my businesses and the framework, I, I look at that and how that's set up, and mm-hmm. I'm making sure that all my pieces are in the right order because I know that I'm putting the the water on it, right? Mm-hmm. But I treat it just like a garden. So if I'm do, planting the seeds, I gotta make sure that they lined up right. That when they they sprout, they gonna have a, a stalk to climb onto. Yeah, like, like a decent so, enough space and shit. Yeah, make sure everything's spaced out right. I organize. I'm organizing my farm right now. That's how I, I hear you. All right, that's decent. I like that. What about y'all? Anything else? Uh, I think with me, man. I just think uh, <coughs> just staying sturdy, just being you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just staying focused on what you want to accomplish. Not listen to nobody else, you know what I mean? Because a lot of people try to throw shade in the form of criticism. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That a lot of people do that. Like, well, it's just my opinion. No, bitch, you're a hater. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I feel no, like no, if no you shit. got something negative to say about anybody, just don't say it, bro. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, just be confident in you. Know what you want to accomplish. Uh, definitely eat right. I'm trying to eat better. You know what I'm saying? I be uh, hooping like a motherfucker, Joe. I'm old as hell, but I still be yeah, out there, motherfucker. You got to do that. Or just, or even if you're, if you're not as physically active as you used to be, Meditate on healthier things. Like yeah. I read the Bible. Like I'm not perfect, but I try to read the Bible, pray every day, right. even if I fuck up or don't fuck up, because God is good. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like you should you just gotta stay focused on your lane. 
and keep working and at the right time what's meant for you will happen so that's how i carry it facts 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 what, what you think bro that's what i was just like i just want to tee in with him man meditation is like one of my biggest things right mm. that's how i wake up in the morning i start my day off in meditation like i feel like that's how you stay aligned you know what i'm saying like it's like hopping into that field every day with life you know what i'm saying so you got to scratch your mental you know so that's my biggest thing like if you stay Line, you stay true to yourself, yeah. it's gonna fall into place, man. You gotta put that into the universe. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's you a know? fact. What about you, Red? What, what you think, bro? Like, what's how you making sure you're gonna be doing this for the next 10 years? And I wake up in the morning and pray. For sure. I just pray that my day is gonna go well because, you know, it, it's like coming from where we from, right. coming from where we from, it's not a whole lot of that are able to even make it. Like, I still got people that's back home that ain't never gonna get out. So I'm blessed. So I pray that my blessings keep coming. Right. But you know, I also make sure my son is good. Right, bro. That yeah. I I do that every day. I wake up, man, and I'll be like, damn. Sometimes I'll be having to really reason with myself, like, why was it me that was able to, you know, get up out that jam See, like that? That's one thing I don't have is survivor's remorse. Like that's that's a thing. Um, a lot mm -hmm. of people get that. Like mm -hmm. they be having survivor's remorse, but you also gotta understand, like. It's choices that you made in your life that put you in the position where you at. Right. I know it's choices that I am made to be around certain people or do certain things to where it's like, all right, I can separate myself from certain things because that negativity or that negative energy that you had around you or just a bad energy, period. Like some people, they give you good vibes, but they ain't good for you right then. They ain't good for you mm -hmm. at all. So you got to separate yourself and you just got to make sure you keep on going like and stay on the path like right. like like B said B told you like we've been knowing each other for a long time. I've been knowing this man raw for a long time. Yeah. They they didn't see me the transition. They didn't see where I was when I started to how I am now. Right. I ain't never went off the path. Everything that I did them been on the same path. So me is just keeping my head straight keeping my head down, keep working, doing what I'm doing because things things start happening for you once yeah. you you got that tunnel. And it ain't, it ain't like and it ain't like you ain't made no progress, my nigga. Like yeah, man. I made a lot of progress. Y'all finna say, hold on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let these motherfuckers know. Like it's been some progress that you done made, Joe. So it's like yeah. when I think about it like that, it's like, man, you know, when you able to come up with some results for the first time, like you remember when you finally got some shit off and you was like, yeah, that shit worked. Like that give you the motivation to continue, and it's like you gotta keep that same sort of fire lit, bro, because it's real easy to fall off. Like motherfucker be falling off. Do. That's another thing is people that do this shit, fashion, music, whatever you do, they love what they do. Motherfuckers be and falling that's off. That's what I was gonna add on to what they all, what y'all all said, man. Just basically doing what the Bible was saying, going back to being like a child every day, man. You gotta exactly. love it. You that's why. That's why it. I believe like Thugger named the album like so much fun because at this point he's just having so much fun. Right, he having fun. The music yeah. coming, you know what yeah. I'm mean? saying? Like, I want to always have money fun. Money is always a plus. Like once they put the money in the game, like it was like you gotta remember when they first started rapping, there wasn't no money. Right. So they was just doing it off the love on the benches. The DJs was just doing it because they had the crowd and it was, it was something new. So you gotta you gotta always think of the essence. Like that's why I respect so many producers and like I know I know what it takes to get there. I know what it takes to even be around. Like I like hearing them stories of success. You got always gotta you always gotta think of people that are successful 
it's always a crossroad that you're going to make. Like, you always going to sacrifice something. People that's just more successful than somebody else, they done did something to get to that success. Right. But you also got to listen, like, hey, is my success going to be pointed off of this man's success? I don't never judge my, my success off of somebody else's. Always be like, yeah, I ain't did enough yet. Right. Like you said, I ain't did a lot of elevating, but I ain't did enough yet. In you my eyes, I, I want to keep on going till, till I'm 50. I'm at, a, 50 hey. at 50, that's when I want to be like, all right, I ain't did everything, but what I want to do is transition. Like, you can't – I want to be uh, – I want to be able to own a label. I want to be a chief executive. Yeah. I want to hey, be you said that music a CEO moment? or something. Yes, sir. Okay, of, cool. of a label to where it's like, all right, I, I can give you the directions of, of what what's going on. Like, I don't see myself mm-hmm. always producing forever. Uh huh. But I, I'm always gonna be in there with the music, right? Because I love in. doing that. Yeah, man. So this one, this one other thing I was curious about, like, who who do y'all want to work with? Like, who who are you thinking about? Like, yeah, like this who I really ready to collab with. Uh, for me, I would I would say um, Thrift Jesus one of the ones I'll be ready to collab with. Um, I'm already collabing with um, Grandpa's Closet. Um, anybody outside that would probably Thrift be, Jesus, boy. Yeah, anybody else outside of that man is Zoe Dupree, bro. A lot of people okay. know who that is. Yeah, Do you know who that is? No, I know who Thrift bro. Jesus is. I never I heard of none Jesus, of that. I'm talking about Zoe Dupree. Okay. You know, you ever heard that name? Never heard of that, bro. He's Put us on. He's the stylist for Thugger, bro. Oh, okay. He's, he's the stylist for Thugger, and he does a lot of things like he's. Well, Damn. Thing, bro, but That's yeah, a lot of people don't even think Thug had a stylist, bro, but he, he had stylist, yeah. Zoe, bro. It'd be fun to collab with him. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, man, my thing now is to just try to work with as many different shows and podcasts mm-hmm. as I can, bro, just to spread out and just see who else moving around in the yeah. space that, that want to fuck with what we got going on, bro. Because, like, one thing I, I did not anticipate, and, and I got to I gotta be honest, like, when we first started doing this, I didn't think that it would reach as many people as fast as it did. Like, I thought it was going to take a while mm-hmm. before motherfuckers was like, oh, you heard about this? Or, oh, I, you just, I saw this, I saw that. Joe, motherfucker be, so far I'm on two fan loves, bro. Like, <laughs> like just walking in the general population and a motherfucker stop me and be like, oh, you take money, nigga, let's flick up. That's dope. That's dope. That's, yeah. that, and, that, and we ain't been doing it. We started doing this shit when? Like, right at the end of the pandemic? Like, April? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, right April? April? April, we was doing that at the crib, man. I had to look back at the numbers. Bro, <laughs> bro we did. Bro, we, if you want to talk about how long we've been doing it, that's a different question. Yeah, well, you know, right, we had a bunch of one-offs. Five, my nigga. What yeah, we had about? a bunch of one-offs, bro, because we already on what? Six I remember six when now? y'all was on SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Real, yeah. Yep. So it been, it been going, but then at the same time, I was like, you know what, I'm going I'm to start a whole new thing, a whole new platform. That's just gonna give people the opportunity to come and get their shit off. Yeah. Cause uh, there's not really another <laughs> one that's like that. I, I feel like they do, you know, they do a lot of different things. They do a lot of maybe one or two things that we do here, but like that's this whole point of y'all being here to just get y'all shit off. Cause so many people. I think it's January since you started. Right. Doing that 380. Yeah, yeah you're right, you're right. Yeah, cause we was coming up here and it was cold outside. I remember that. January. We was doing it last year, but then I got on with um, Highly Unique. And uh, Sonic Boom. Yeah. I signed my deal like January. Then we started fucking around with Block 105. Then we started fucking with Block 105 like that same month. Yeah, and, yeah. and ever since then it's been going up. It's so it's up like. And it's, <laughs> it's y'all the fuck in, hey, bro. Hey, 
Do you ever, you know, how Kobe Bryant had to play in like against the booze, right? That's what it's like when a stripper hears like a, a slow song, like by Kendrick Lamar in the club. Like she just still gotta go it's score like a love 50. Song. Yeah, she gotta go, she gotta score her $50, yeah. even though it's love song. It's the opposite of tricking. Kendrick got some, she, got some songs. He got some so. slappers where you can shake yeah, ass uh, too, but not many. The swim, the what was the song? You can play that in the strip club. You can no, play swimming no. pools in, in the strip club. Yeah, you could. You could get yeah, off. Don't shake the ass that. One mic. I'm talking about like Nas one mic. Nah. Oh, yeah. If she hears Nas one mic, that's like, if I hear that in the strip club, that's like, like, like I'm putting my money like, back in my pocket. You heard? I'm gonna go fast on the east. I'm right. That's something. But if she can win in that situation. She's a champion. All right. So that's, let's let's um let's let's talk about some current <laughs> event shit. So like, who um? Oh, who, I got some current event that just dropped. Oh, go ahead. In Paris, France, they haven't. You know, we have been a a, a international kerfuffle with uh, Richardson. And now Lil Baby just got caught with some international weed stuff. He got arrested in Paris for less than 20 grams of weed. Mm. What do you think about Americans, where it's legal, you probably have some American weed over there in France. Do you think he should, is he a political prisoner? Oh, they, they got him, he can't leave? He, he's on, he's in rust right now. It's, it's a oh. development story. We may never get Lil Baby back. What y'all think? Lil Baby can't leave. I can't sit here and lie, bro. Ignorance of the laws does not make you above the law, bro. I, right. I hate to say it like that, but that's just how it is. That's just me from my political right. study background, bro. I'm waiting for somebody just, to go Trump, like, like just like, fuck that. Weed's legal now in France. Nah, but, but I, look <laughs> I, at it, I look at it like this. I look at it like this. Look at Shorty that was just uh, running track. Yeah. Yeah, that's you can, you can, like, weed is not, weed is, just because in America is, is not frowned upon as much anymore. Yeah, other places. You can still, that. you can still go to other places and, like, you got to think the Olympic Committee is international. Right. It, and so, in other countries, weed still is frowned upon like it's yeah. a felony. So, we That's have friends with, with some weed, like. Yeah, we might be looking at it like, oh, it's just a blunt, but this is the thing, though, like. Like he was like with kind of with the both saying like for the shorty the Olympic joint right mm -hmm. you know the Olympic committee is not going for you smoking weed but at the same time you know yeah no, no, you know you but you know but you right okay all right. like because you, you do if know if the you're rules. in the Olympics and you know the you know the guidelines and you know you're about to you a gold medal is on the line and if you piss test or whatever positive for weed you are out is that weed that important. I don't know, but she said, no, she, it's like not. her grandma dad or yeah, something. Her mom died. Her, 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 I think okay, her mom died. Drink, she, so drink, nice drink, take a shot of Henny. She had a mental break. Take a shot of Henny. Something. So it's not going to fuck your shit up. Yeah. So, I get it. Shorty's about I, to kill herself. Probably. No, no, I, I get it, though. I, I don't know her, but I'm just saying, though, like, don't know what she's there's going a bigger through. picture. Now you can't get that gold medal because you wanted to hit the weed. You can hit the weed after the Olympics. You gonna smoke the whole pound of yourself. I mean, me, me personally, right? Like, like you know what I'm saying though. If somebody, if like, let's say, if your grandma dad, like your, like your granny dad, you would, you would hit the weed before like the Super Bowl or some shit like that, or you would hit the weed. If I knew NBA that my finals? job, if I knew that my job, and I, there's a possibility that I could get piss tested. Yeah. No. I, because I because no, because at the end of the day, it's fucked up. Yeah, that but, is fucked up. But it's like. There's, there's, uh, life still goes on. My life doesn't stop because somebody else's life stopped. And don't be wrong, I don't think she's a bad person. I'm not judging. I'm just saying, you know the consequences. Which just, I, just like if I go out and punch somebody I, in the face in the parking lot and I get arrested and I can say, well, I was having a bad day. I, what y'all think about the NBA though? Like, what, how do y'all think the NBA doing as far as like, you know, the finances concerned and like what, how they handling weed and all of that? All right, shit. not the NBA, it's but good. look at you look at UCLA and President Trump. 
went over there and got a jello ball out of there after stealing them glasses. Yeah. Now stealing is because definitely made a mistake. Stealing is definitely a mistake. It's more harsh mistake. You're actually hurting somebody. Yeah. We is that some shit that she did when you break down Trump would definitely just go there and I'm on that type shit. We changed we got all the trillions. Come and get it, nigga. Yeah, we change nah, it. We's legal now. What's nah, up? Nah, but I'm saying, but I would go over there and get my niggas back too. Because like, we, we righteous in doing it. You Money bag Joe need to go over there and get the bag. This is what it is. Money bag Joe need to get the bag. The highest of the high, like yes, and they on some bullshit. America don't look at it. Ain't nobody say should be. She should be locked up for every country around the world. The Olympics is the highest of the high. Because they're not locking up nobody else in the league. They're not locking up no football players. I'm not like like no basketball players in prison. I'm just saying if you knew going into it that you're not allowed to smoke weed while uh, uh, you know doing the olympic shit guess what you could have went and smoked some hookahs i i I hear what you're saying bro but it's like you know how you know how it is like yeah, you know how it is, man. We all we all grew up smoking weed. You know what I'm saying? And that was how we was getting through shit. You know what I'm saying? Like all through high school, college and shit, fucked up shit was going on, but niggas was like having the weed, you know what I'm saying? They're going blow and then it'll be all right. But like, but at the same time, y'all didn't. We all went in the Olympics. Yeah, y'all didn't have a bigger fish to fry. But I'm not saying don't. people don't smoke weed to get through shit. I'm not saying she's wrong for it. I'm just saying she she could have did if she knew. Like, look, I'm gonna get this. This is gonna fuck up my chances. <laughs> she should have just took a shot at yak. Yeah, something. I mean, man, G, I, I feel like everybody coped different. I know if it was me. I would have hit the motherfucking weed. I, I'm just saying. And then, and then guess what? That. If you would have got not allowed in the Olympics, only person you could blame is yourself. Exactly. But that's what she's been saying in the news. Yeah, she's she like, blaming herself. She blaming oh, I mean, no, herself. I'm not saying, yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. But, but it's just, it like, just is what it is. Even artists like Lil Baby and all them, like, shit, you can have your man with the weed on you. You heard? That's how they do the bangers? But that's that's what I'm saying. All, all it is is this. All it is is this. I'm just saying. It's the choices that you make. Right. The choices that you make for yourself is what, what alters your your reality or whatever you got going right. on. Right. It's the choices that you make. Why this man got 20, 20, well, he got 20 grams. Yeah, that's 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 yeah, a decent little amount. 20, 20 grams. That, that reminds me of that story when uh, Joel Santana he went smoked. to the airport with pills and a banger and shit. Nah, but he explained <laughs> that story. That's he said, he said, the back, <laughs> nah, he explained that story. He yeah. didn't have no pills. What it was, was the, he had the gun with him, but he, he grabbed the bag that had the gun in there, he didn't know it was in there. He just put his clothes in there because he had a show. Uh, so he had to hurry up and so he mistakenly put grabbed he mistakenly the- and he left. Once once they saw, saw that the banger was in, he just didn't go in. He just said, "Fuck that! I'm leaving. The, I'm leaving." Cause oh now I'm a, I I already know I ain't going. Yeah, hell so he yeah. Just, so when he came outside, what they they just locked him up? Nah, nah. He said what happened was he was like they for two days. He thought everything was good. He just stayed in the house. Then they woke up in the morning and <laughs> came and got it. And Fodan was outside the crib. Yeah. Damn, that's wild, Joe. So let me let me ask y'all this, man. And we'll uh we'll bring it home. We run we coming down like the home stretch right here. What is the idea that that you think is the one that's gonna get you to like the next level? So like you here right now, you got an idea you're working on, and that's gonna get you to the next level. Like what do you think it is? Like, what what you think it is, Pre? Oh, it's an idea. Yeah, just anything that you cooking up, whatever you got on the drawing board. Like, what what is it about that idea that you think gonna get it get you to the next level? I think it's because I'm still having fun with it, man, and still still I still have my foundation with it. Yeah, and, and just um, 
I can I can keep pushing forward, man. And that's gonna be the next best thing. You know, just people want to see you having fun. And that's how people want to feel when they come to your brand or whatever. They want to feel the fun with you. So um, that's my pushing, man. So let me ask you this, bro. This I was curious about. The, I didn't get to it earlier, but um, so when you when you thrifting, right? Like, is it specific places that you going to? Like specific stores? Are you doing it online? Or is that like a part of the secret sauce? Yeah, it ain't no secret, bro. Like we go, we go online. We go in the store. It's no specific store. If I, I can go look up a thrift store in the area. I'm, I'm going to it. I'm in every one of them, bro. I don't think it's just one I'm going to. Get yeah. In the, nah. Cause it be heating them motherfuckers. Huh? Yeah, and I go online and get it too. I get it however I can get it. Honestly, that's how I go about it. There's no secret sauce to it, man. Just knowing, like, that, I would say knowing the areas and knowing some area. Cause people think like, okay, this bucket, I'm gonna get all the good joints. I that's probably not gonna happen because everybody think how you think. Yeah. You gotta go to a place like Boom, like Boom Fuck, Kansas somewhere. Some fucking way. They probably got all the heat because ain't nobody stay out there. Yeah. Right, and right. And I right, go. Right. I just got back from the trip. Right, 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 right. What about you, B Diddy? What you think is like the next idea you sitting on that's gonna be like, okay, I'm on level seven, but nigga, I'm finna hit nine with this bitch. <laughs> What's different about the idea is that I. Man, I already had the idea. Great. I'm <laughs> the just, drugs brought you here. Yeah, it's already been here. The, the ideas have been flawed. There's no original idea. Yeah. Ain't the sun. I think the difference is what you do with your sauce with the, on the your yes, little you know persistence. Get myself better, organizing myself more. I, I think that's that. the difference, right? Mm-hmm. Let these ideas come in like the like the like <laughs> the smoke it does and in and out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Respiration. That's what I'm yeah, doing, bro. For sure, for sure, for sure. I look at it the same way too, like I just think about, you know, new ways we can engage motherfuckers and new ways that we can get people to come and fuck with us, man. I really want us to go outside, bro. Like, we need to go in a bar, in a club, and start doing these motherfucking shows so people can start pulling up. Create, you can put a whole little marketplace under one roof, you know what I'm saying? We got performances going on. We got Bum Fresh Table over here. We got all of these other people that have been fucking with the podcast. They got tables set up, booths and shit. And, nigga, let's just party, nigga. Cause that's what the fuck it really is at the end of the day. Like when we be doing this shit, these feel like a kickback more than they do a podcast. Like it is a podcast, but it's like a kickback and the mic was on. You feel yeah, me? It's, cash, it's just normal kind yeah, of Yeah, right. And but it it be in those kickbacks and those small little rooms and those small little conversations where they be the real gems that get you from yeah. like where you at to where you're trying to Barbershop go. Talk. It, exactly. Bingo. Exactly. Bingo. Just like that, bro. Just like that. Yup, yup, yup. What about you, Red? What what you cooking? I know you got some shit over there, nigga. Man. You just finished telling us you had like five albums in the tuck and shit. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> now I got I got shit in the tuck, but I I say just releasing more music this year. Yeah, um, coming to end of this year, um, finishing up my website, try to figure out ideas uh, on the merch side. I really don't want to do merch like because it's a lot of artists that do merch, so I wouldn't want to do a collaboration with a brand. Right. And see what we can do, like, as far as, like, a merch to where it's, it's something that's going to stand out to where it's, like, uh, well, shit, we helping each other out, build build each other's brands up, or even just somebody who's already established in it is just be a branch to where it's something exclusive. Because that, that's one thing that I've looked looked around just doing research like you said a lot of these artists and a lot of the 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 big shit that sells out and that you can't get no more it'd be exclusive shit like you can get it one time like b-long 
they'll do a collaboration with an artist and if you don't get it get it when you get it it's all resale value damn so i would want to do something like that to where it's like all right i got a certain amount of these selling at one time and if you don't get it you just like it's like a, it's like a unique connection to to the movement that's moving and shit. Yeah, that's or the way even making it NFT, mm-hmm. even making it NFT mm-hmm. to where you buy it. This is so exclusive. You gotta pay a certain amount for this. Niggas bid no, it's gone. Velo yeah. also shows that cancel culture is some BS. Come out, admit what you did, move forward, and can't nobody cancel you. That Velo is still going for a hundo. Bro, I hate cancel me? culture. That's the stupid shit. Look, that's the stupid shit that we be doing. Period. They try to cancel Ti. Can you believe that, bro? That bro, got me a picture with him though. They Shout try to, to they, try to cancel Ti. They, they can- look, they try to cancel. They try to cancel Floyd Mayweather and still win and watch that weak ass fight. That's hilarious. Them motherfuckers was jam packed in that bitch. You heard? Exactly. Just that's what I'm saying. Though. Like, yeah, that's what I don't understand. That's like a troll thing on the internet. You it's just like no, no, not, that's no, like no, no. It's not Twitter no. fingers personified is what it is. No, it's like no. if, if Twitter cancel, fingers was a person, cancel culture is meant to protect the black people and women who are being targets by people like Harvey Weinstein. No, I'm talking about the kind of stuff like when they be trying to cancel T.I. and Floyd Mayweather. They just pick out certain motherfuckers. Yeah, Yeah. but then then still fuck with it. That's a bunch of trolls. Yeah. That's internet trolls doing that and that shit. It's wild. Not the Harvey Weinstein. That's that's, that's a real thing. But the the, the other shit, when they be talking shit but then supporting them, the next thing they do, it's just people be on the internet just saying whatever for attention, but that's a wild ass How y'all feel about Bill Cosby getting out, though? Now this is Team Mizzle We got hot takes Man let me So okay so Bill Hot takes You know This is what I'm gonna say About Bill Joe (laughs) Just like every All of these other Little celebrity scandals And situations That be going on Some of this shit Is based in fact You know what I'm saying Some of this shit Actually happened But then at the same time Like the story be traveling From space to space From news outlet To news outlet That get convoluted And now it was like now it's an investigation, and now we got all these other people coming forward. Right. Like, a good example of this is the, the whole Deshaun Watson shit. Mm-hmm. He knew that he was signed long-term to a, a racist organization. That's hilarious. You feel me? He tried to leverage his way out, and now here they come with all of this they shit, like about who raped. You see what I'm saying? Like, they try, to, they try to throw dirt on his name, and so it's like, that's kind of my take on the Bill Cosby shit. I do think he probably finessed a handful of bitches out the pussy, but for the most part, all that other shit, he ain't do that shit, man. I got something I, to say about. That. Oh, go ahead. I think that when you talk about reason why Deshaun Watson was able to get attacked was because that he didn't agree to organization, so they kind of right. took their hands off. Cause they billionaires, right? They a lot of times you know Jeff Bezos owns um, the Washington Post, so Amazon owns one of the largest media outlets in in, in the, the world. world. He don't right. own it no more. He sold that shit and retired on Amazon Prime Day this year. There you go. But he controlled it at one point because you have influence. So even yeah. though you may not own it, if you're a billionaire, you got influence in the media. Once you take that billionaire team off of you, then they kind of let your name just kind of dangle, kind of loosen. Yeah, they let your shit get besmirched. And yeah, they, <laughs> the emails may not get responded back to as quickly because, uh, still, because you said some fuck honestly, shit. Honestly, I'll keep it office. real. Bill Cobb was doing it. He, he, I know oh, yeah. he, he probably oh, finessed yeah. it. He probably <laughs> finessed a few bitches out the pussy, bro. Nah, listen, nah listen, but the listen. thing with Bill Cosby is, listen, bro. I'm I'm just happy he gonna be able to die outside of prison. Facts, I ain't want him to die in there, bro. Like, I'm not condoning the shit that he did because 
That would be in the same sense as we condoning R. Kelly for the shit that he did. That's a little nobody deserve to die in jail. Listen, listen, listen. I'm let me. This my take on Pill Cosby. Pill Cosby. We already know what the take is, my nigga. I'm definitely glad he's out. Um, because this is my thing. Now, I'm not saying that he didn't drug the bitches. That's right. What I'm saying is the bitches were okay with being drugged, probably. Uh Because if this shit is like 30, 40, 20 years old, and y'all saying this shit now, if it was that big of a deal, y'all should have said this shit back then. So... It's not a bunch, especially back then, like, like been 70s, talking about 70s, it since 80s. The 80s and no, 70s no, no, but people was, was popping. No, no, people was right. people was like really on the let's get drugged and fuck each other. Right, culture was you different. Then. That was different back then. So did he probably drug a few Jones? Yes. Was it rape? No. Yeah. Ain't no bro. Pil, Pil Cosby didn't have to take Pil nobody's Cosby. pussy. <laughs> He's Pil Cosby. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he didn't have to rape nobody. Yeah. So that's a little different T-Money. than the R. Kelly thing. Uh-huh. T Money, that's what we believe over here. T- I, don't mean, I mean, I feel like I don't, I don't think because that's not what I believe. I don't think Bill. I don't think Bill did it to the but extent they said he was doing it. What do y'all think? That's see. This is what we're talking about. Con- this is a big game of telephone with Bill Cosby. Yeah, because we keep bringing like up said. the '80s. It was. Do you name no name the girl that he was uh, went to jail for raping? Do you know her name? What's her name? See, that's what I'm saying. Nobody People don't knows. even know her name. Nobody knows. Oh, no, I'm, I'm saying this was it was a lot of I'm joints that came out and said, "Oh, they no, no, said no, it was like 20, 30 joints." No, it was only one. Hey, that's what I'm saying. It's only one. That he no, got it ain't with the jail for. Right. No, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about in the media and everything when the chips coming. Oh, he did this to me. He did this. Yeah, to me. it was yeah. like 20, 30 yeah. motherfuckers. Which, which, but it was, which, which, all which, came, which caused but all that came to back to her name yeah. is Andrea Constad, right? Okay. So if you did, did some research on the Bill Cosby situation, look up Andrea Constad. Right. It wasn't 30, 40 years ago. No, that shit was like I was out of high school. When that shit happened. So this was like in the late 2000s. It was recently. Oh, shit. It was recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like in the early, it was like, yeah, so it was like in the early 2000s. So 2015 years ago. So then Bill did it. Now he, he went to jail like two years ago. He, so finna- he, he finessed old like girl out there. Eight through. years after he did it, he went to jail. I think it was the end of his, like, um, what you call it? He yeah, went to the statute of limitations. Yeah, the basic statute of limitations yeah. wasn't 10 years. I think it was yeah. less than 10. Well, I'm trying to hear okay, this. So this is my thing. So this is my thing. Before we play the music. Yeah. Why didn't she come out at first? Oh, she did come out at first. Yeah, she did. But attitudes, attitudes were rape. Were, were what? Attitudes towards uh, the R word were way different. Yeah, but now it's like if you when just, it first happened eight or however long ago, she they came almost hanged Kobe. Yeah, they, they almost hanged Kobe this, in this Colorado. Before, this is before Kobe. Yeah, he had to come out and apologize to the whole world with his wife sitting right, okay, so right there. Okay, so this is like, before this is before Me Too movement. This is before uh, um, Harvey Weinstein. This okay. is before uh, who else? Like this is like. She Early, came out and said right when it happened, Bill Pill Cosby. This before Facebook. This is like how he on that bullshit. Y'all ain't letting it go. What I'm is, no, what I'm, what I'm saying is, I, like, I don't know Shorty or uh, whatever, but what I'm, saying is, what I'm saying is, I don't think Pill Cosby has to take no pussy. A lot of Jones be screaming rape for attention. I'm not, I don't know Shorty like that. I'm not yeah. saying it was. Look it but, up. Because here's uh, what happened. Andrea Khan said, alleges that Bill Cosby gave her some drugs. She passed out, and then Bill Cosby had forcible rape while she was asleep. And that's why. But why didn't it go to court back then? Is what I'm saying. It did go to court back then. And why was he convicted back then? It was. It went to criminal court, and then it went to civil court. Okay. And then when they went to civil court, they wrote the letter saying that they couldn't get the conviction, right? Right. Which they probably should have did. And and nowadays they wouldn't have just wrote that letter. They would have just went all the way through the criminal trial. They realized they fucked up, and then they tried to come back and double back and put them back on the criminal shit. 
but then it was too late. They already had got him on the got him out of the criminal shit earlier. Yeah. Because you go it goes criminal then civil. Right. But before and but in criminal court you have your Fifth Amendment rights. So, so civil court you don't. So okay, do you so, think do you think so Bill Cosby did too. some swiping? Did he swipe or not swipe, nigga? I, I believe one hundred percent Andrew Constant what she said. Yeah, yeah. Bill did that shit, bro. Yeah, she did. Bill did some of that shit, man. But you know the fucking part about it. I don't know about all the other girls. Yeah, that's what I don't like. Yeah, that was the point we was making like about niggas. So listen. Sean Watson situation, I don't think that man did that. If I don't think he did oh, none of that, that shit, bro. I don't think he did none of that. Because look, you a, you a, he just made them mid, like yeah. so he is just the top paid quarterback in the league. Yeah, I mean, he this nigga, the they kicked the nigga in the face and shit. His eye was bleeding. He threw a touchdown. Nigga, what the fuck you talking about? They did to my boy. He ain't raping none of these hoes. Antonio Brown got fucked over in the situation, and they and they raped. He ain't raped none of them hoes. He ain't raped. All you gotta do is throw a touchdown with a bloody eye. You fucking tonight, nigga. I don't give a fuck what you say. You pulling up on any bitch. Bitch, bust it off because I just threw a bloody touchdown. But then it's gonna be, and then you know, females that's gonna listen to this and see this, they gonna be like, "Well, y'all don't have no remorse." Well, you gotta think about it. The reason why we don't have no remorse is because there are females that that are out here so that they are be and pray right. on niggas that they just try to do Tristan Thompson money. like that. Yeah. Yeah. He end up getting some bread back. I want to say this, especially since it's being recorded. <laughs> Check all your DMs. Listen, listen, no, listen, listen. If a female has really suffered sexual harassment and rape, that I'd never condone that's that. That's serious. No, that's serious. I'm not. And, I'm and not shouldn't nobody that. be questioning that? No, shouldn't that. nobody be questioning that? What I'm saying is, if if it didn't happen to you, and you're fraud and you're doing it for money or attention, or because you're right. salty because yeah. they didn't really want to be with you, exactly. and you found out you was the side chick, and exactly. now you try to all now that. You all, that's what I'm not okay with. So yeah. for the one girl with Pills Cosby. Do I still? Yeah, yeah, hurt. Do I personally think Pill Cosby took the pussy? I don't know, but what I'm saying is, it could have been a. I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know if it. I don't know Shorty. Bill, like that. Bill. But I in my opinion, Bill. I don't think he has to take any pussy. I don't think so neither. But if he did with that one, Andrea, whatever the constant, the, yeah, that joint. Hey, I, I had, apologize. To I, you. I had a massage therapist break down the game when it talks about. Um, People coming in and ask for a sexual favors from a, a, a licensed massage therapist. What? That is actual charge because because what you're doing is you're <laughs> violating like the professional standards type shit. That's crazy. So if you're in a, a business and they try to give you a massage, you ask for a sexual favor. Mm-hmm. That you 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 know you see it in the movies and shit like that. And that's probably what Deshaun was on. He's like, fuck, I'm Deshaun. These bitches nah, but, but anyway, listen, but listen, then, the then they but they keep can't on going with it though. Okay, they can right. they can run out of the room. They but you can't. But you, it, you can't even. But it's, it's unethical to even. Uh, yeah, right. to even. There's like, not even something they want you to be able to yeah. say out loud. You can't proposition them for sex. That's a, she probably lost the, her job. So, but we do. Uh, we do all agree that that be. But ha- that do be happening in the massage houses and shit. Like you can go in there and pay for some pussy. Oh you yeah. You can't proposition them for it. That's a charge. No, it happens though. It, it, it happens. Yeah. All this, a lot shit happens. I never, for the record, I never did that though. I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, oh, hey, no, no, no. Okay. I'm saying, I know Tell people. Who, I, I know, no, I know people who pay for pussy. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm not paying for pussy, nah. but I know people who do pay for pussy. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Would you like if you had like if y'all, heard that, y'all heard that freestyle, that right? That freestyle you talking about paying for pussy, niggas be paying for Birkins just to get the pussy. Like, right. Bro, yeah. I think that shit is so fucking lame. Like, bro, we're we're men at the end of the day. 
If you gotta pay and buy shit for the pussy, bro, it's something wrong with it. Still, that's like that's like a hockey assist. Right. That's it's nice. like it's like paying for someone else to pay for the pussy. Damn. That's a hockey assist. I couldn't I couldn't imagine in a situation where, like who like who is that bad where like if you had unlimited bag, you would pay for the pussy like. I'm it, it, hypothetically speaking, not saying that you have in the real world or that you would <laughs> in the real hilarious. world, but if you had unlimited bag and that bitch walked in here right now, nigga, and was like, "How much for?" And you was like, "How much for the pussy?" Hey, and she hey, said, you know, "A dollar you know, amount." You know what I'll tell her? You know what I'll tell her? And you know what I'll tell her? you lying, y'all niggas lying. Team already know I pay for this. We talking about y'all niggas lying. Look at his archives. Nah, you know what I'll tell her? Real shit. Then and then look, then I be like, "Fuck, you gotta pay me. I'm the one with the bag." Get out of here. Yeah, but okay, all right. I guess that's. I like like I'm the catch. Pay me for the day. Exactly. Take me out there. Why? And then if I like you, I might. And I might reimburse you. They shouldn't be. No, 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 no. No, there is. No, there is because I know some bad Jones who they tell me, like, yeah, he just bought me this. I'm like, damn. Listen, I know you don't know me, but I know. <laughs> no, no, listen, I listen. 
Listen, I, you know what I mean? Be coded, nigga. Be coded. You know what I mean? Be coded, nigga. That's all I can say is, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm talking some. All right, man. Well, shit, we're going to wrap it up, man. We're going to get to that music real quick. You can play the end of her joint. And then, shit, we're going to get the fuck on up out of here, bro. This shit was lit. Me on IG. Oh, they blocked you? Yes, sir. Who did? IG did. From doing what? You can't post shit? I can't post. I can't like. Oh. Uh, Why they block you, bro? They unfound one to me. You did? Uh. Got any last words? Y'all want to leave with anything? Y'all want to close anything? Wealth is to be shared, not owned. I'm mm-hmm. gonna be in Denver, Colorado, and then we got B Diddy Day coming up. Yes, so sir. Say till mm-hmm. Mark. Yes, mark sir. the date, August 21st. August 21st, man. That's gonna be the one. Just what I was talking about earlier about getting us all outside and all in one space like that. That's exactly what I was talking yeah. about, bro. So y'all Shout niggas make sure y'all too, man. Shout out. Y'all, I love your energy. Yes, yes, love sir. The topics, man. I need everybody's Instagrams, all that. Yeah, yes, you know sir. Man? For sure. What about you, Red? You got something you want to lead the people with, bro? Man, whatever you do it, do it to the illest 
do it to the best of your ability. Keep getting money, stay focused, man. Have that tunnel vision, go for what you love. All right, man, what's shit? I'm going to leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? It's been another episode of TME. Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned. We coming out every Thursday night at 11 p.m. Y'all make sure y'all look out for the Podomatic link. I'm going to get ready to drop that for y'all. Probably by, definitely by Tuesday it's going to be up there, man. But we're going to start dropping two episodes at a time. So y'all keep y'all eyes open, man. It's T-Money and I'm out. Mm-hmm.